city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zendane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 26. So tonight's episode is brought to you by white chocolate caramel buttermilk toffee pops. Caramelized white chocolate toffee pops. Ah, of course. Oh. It's pure coincidence that they're sitting by me. Of course. <laughs> Invisible Adam is also eating them as well. <laughs> well, I, d- I just wanted to put them not on. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the harem. So, so we took them off the table. And by pure coincidence, <laughs> they wound up on my corner. So when last we left you, uh, Corvosa has had eleven straight months of relative peace. Yes. Um, Ilios's reign has been accepted, if not popular. Um, she has endeavoured to make herself more open to the people by taking Lucy and Silver and Sabrina <laughs> and a whole bunch of yep. th- other miscellaneous guards out walking with her. So mm. at this stage she has spent some time familiarising herself with Corvosa, going to places that she's she's literally never been outside of the heights and that sort of thing, except in a carriage um, before. So she's gone with you guys and toured some of the poorer neighbourhoods and actually seen old Corvosa and that sort of thing. Um, has has been picking up an understanding of how the city actually <coughs> works, where the corpses of the Shawante go, that yeah. sort of thing. Specifically the Shawante. Um, well, considering the city nearly went to war and she couldn't have fixed it because she didn't have the knowledge about what was going on, I think the theory is is you need to know stuff well, like where the bodies might turn up. It's yeah. one of those things, if you're the queen, you don't actually have to know how your own city operates, but it's good to. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, the thing is that the queen thing... You can be a pretty low red queen who basically accomplishes nothing but sitting around and looking pretty, but it's not mm-hmm. the kind of queen she wants to be. Yeah. She cares about the city, which is good. And the last three-headed chimera had a bunch of miscellaneous stories in it about, um... Uh, let's see, the... Zombie pirates? Uh, many female recruits flocking to the Grey Maidens about the marble dome um, is reopening... Um, which is the, the an old theatre, basically, that was shut down during, owing to lack of funding. Um, pirate raid from Riddleport foils. Commander Edgerin refused to speculate on whether they were zombie pirates from Scarwall or not. And rats the size of men, says former silver worker. But, of course, all that is mostly just background. Because oh, is <laughs> what was actually happening was Graal Soldado called you and told you that his niece was sick. Uh, you tracked this down... Um, you actually cured her disease by heroically spending large piles of money on it. Yes. Um, you have been overwhelmed with gratitude by her mother, Tace, who offered to cook you more or less whatever it is that you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Rao endeavoured to set Silver up with his, you know, eligible yeah. sister. Because <laughs> yeah. um, everyone wants to get Silver's pets, even by proxy. Over the course 
you you tracked down a couple of other cases in Trails End, did the best you could to cured those people, did the best you could to help everyone, and then went, okay, we sort of hope this is contained. Went and alerted everyone that there might be a potential new disease on the, there might be a new disease on the rise, etc., etc., etc. Then a week passes and it becomes clear um, that yes, blood veil is on the rise in the city. There are multiple reported cases all across the city. There was, from the looks of things, Flora could pretty easily work out the vectors and that sort of thing. There's nothing much you could have done about it. Brianna Soldado was merely the first case you heard of, as opposed yep. to patient zero. It was already spreading while we were curing Yeah, based, oh, based on the incubation rates and that spreading. sort of thing. It, it was already spreading through Corvosa. Yeah, there, there were cases showing up around the edges of Corvosa um, while we were well, While we were finding, well, while yeah. we were meeting Brianna, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the three-headed chimera basically publishes to say, you know, disease rife in Corvosa. Um, here are some handy, helpful hints, generally speaking. Um, and this is not necessarily... This This is important because big disease sweeps are dangerous to cities, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily a new thing for Corvosa. This does happen periodically every several years. Um... Oh, Corvosa, calm down. It's actually <laughs> very normal for um, medieval cities. Uh, Corvosa, in fact, has a has a relatively lower disease rate than other major metropolises, mm-hmm. pre- precisely because of their Otug sewers. Okay. But you've got eighteen thousand people crammed into a very a relatively very small place mm. with you know it's it's all small buildings, tight buildings, tight quarters, all this sort of thing. Uh, so as I say, this is not terribly unusual. You're alarmed, worried, but not necessarily alarmed, and that's when, Flora, you begin to feel that need come from the Harrow deck with you, that Zalara needs to speak to you all. And that probably means it's something worse. Okay. So, Zalara is no longer a real entity. You completely control how this, this scene comes out, because... Oh, and Flora will produce the cards. Zalara will appear out of them and speak to you. But you can set this up wherever the hell you fancy. All she needs is a table, and technically not even that because she's an illusion, a transparent illusion at this point. So oh, well, come on, somebody goes. It seems like Flora's shop would be the logical um, site. Thank you, Adam. It seems like Flora's shop would be the logical site for this at this point, given that. Um, Yep, it's, it's, it's literally all set up for Harrow. It's reading. a professional Harrow reading shop. <laughs> you know, there's got to be a Harrow reading table yep. there. Yep, I imagine you, you probably don't routinely read to four or five people, but you've got chairs in effectively the waiting room and that sort of thing, so you can pull it around, no problem. I think, however, that Zalara will probably need a white caramel toffee pop. Pure domestic power. Yeah, that's the it's very demanding resurrecting from the grave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't we traditionally have to uh, set it on fire first? What's that? Well, you're sacrificing food to like spirits and stuff. No, you feed it to the GM and the spirit gets goodness. <laughs> I see. That's like the... Um, the sausages. Yeah, the, the, the sausages thing. <laughs> so I eat the spirit of the top of the pot and you see... Oh, me, that's good. Yeah, they, I, I, I thought when I opened the packet, we were going to get in that court, and I was optimistic from the get-go. Mm-hmm. They, they, look like, um, they did look like Alan. Mm-hmm. 
and to a lesser extent other people. First Helen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Technically first you. No. I still want to leave the packet. Mm-hmm. I will try one. Thank you. Try Throw another one down the way. <laughs> she was just headed the packet. No, no, it's fine. I just know. If I said Helen, we're going to disappear. I'll put them by Adam. Oh, oh yeah, that's a much anyway. safer bet. <laughs> yeah. It's anyway. A dangerous table for people. <coughs> oh man, that's amazing. Uh, so the GM instantly is less sick than he was last week when we didn't run, but still sick enough that people who have NPCs who have illnesses are not going to cough because <laughs> then the GM will start coughing. <laughs> <coughs> okay, and so. Flora, you basically, it's sort of when you wake up that morning, you just have this, this sort of empathic sensation like you need to read the cards. And you, you know exactly what's happening here. You go around, you gather everyone. You know, By the time the end of the day comes, everyone gets together, it's really itching at you now. It's, it's that sort of thing where you feel as if you've left the lights on and the oven on and the door unlocked, and it's just it's driving you um, itching at the back of your mind. That's me every morning. <laughs> and then you lay the cards out and you place the cards in the centre of your table and everyone sits around them and in an instant there is a sixth chair at the table one that wasn't there a moment ago uh, a rickety old wooden one that is probably sitting up in Silver's <laughs> attic somewhere now <laughs> um, and there is a me- <laughs> there is a middle aged woman there Zolara Zendane uh-huh. who looks exactly the same way she did the last time you saw her to a T mm-hmm. same outfit, same hair, same slightly tired eyes um. <coughs> the door's open yeah, that's oh, yeah. she looks up at you you heard my call. Good. Thank you for bearing me so well and faithfully for her. She lays a hand over you and you can feel yeah. almost a faint chill off it, but vague warmth behind it as well. I have followed in my own way. It is as if getting a newspaper from a very far away place was the closest I can come to it. What has been happening in the city? It's good to see the peace you restored since we last spoke. But now I feel something again. The spirits of the dead in Corvosa are stirring. I fear that what has come to pass, the beginnings of what you have seen of the blood veil, will not pass as easily as other plagues that have slept through it, swept through our city. Something is happening here. Corvosa calls to me, and so I call to you to answer the call of the Harrow Deck and see what future we will see. And she fans out the fans out the sixty plus cards and gets you to pick one completely at random. This will tell me of you specifically and what role what and what the future is to bring you. And shockingly enough, when you draw them, they are all constitution-based cards. Uh, so, the darts and the peacock, which people had, are now gone. They are no longer cards of the adventure. 
We should have used one. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and as requested by people, I'm not going to hand these out at random. I'm going to hand them to people specifically. Mm-hmm. But she fans them out at random and then passes to... I can go in any order people particularly yep. desire. Arbitrarily. Uh, actually, looking at this, we'll start with Lucy. So, Lucy, you pick a card out of the deck, and it shows you a heavily wounded man surrounded by almost illusory people. He looks like he bears thousands of wounds, physical and mental, and is the survivor. Ooh. Yeah, that's such a good choice for Lucy. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, <coughs> a snake bite would be a good choice. <laughs> and you turn it to face Solara, and she looks at it. Ah... Uh, reaches out a hand and just strokes the very edge of the card. The survivor. This represents a person who has been through a grim ordeal and has been left with many wounds. In your case, the physical has long faded, but the scars here still remain and she reaches out and touches your heart. You were younger and far more innocent many years ago dreaming as so many noble girls in Corvosa do of marrying a handsome prince or something similar she says and sort of <laughs> the, the, the eyebrows just arc very very <laughs> slightly up but your heart has suffered from that dream I do not see however just the wounds in this card I see a heart that has survived the wounds that have been dealt. I see that the dreams of the child you thought lost can be found again with strong arms to aid you. I see that you have suffered. I see that you have been wounded, but you have recovered. And I see in the future to come that you will suffer and be wounded again. You will fall frustrated You will feel that your skills are unworthy to the task. You will feel you are not strong enough. But if you fight hard enough, one way or another, this too you will survive. Thank you. Awesome. (coughs) Silver. (laughs) Uh, You receive this card or hold them up to the table. Patsy. It's a skeleton poking out from a field of heavily tangled thorns and briars and that sort of thing. Mm. And she looks slightly surprised at this. I do not think that is... Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Shuffles everything but the survivor up again and flips fans them out to you and you draw from a completely different place Mm. and you get the tangled briar again. (laughs) (laughs) And no post positives would deal with fate. Mm. And she looks at it strange. I had brought you here today to speak of what is happening in our city today and in the immediate future to come, but the tangled briar is a card of the ancient past. Old, ancient, folk of, folk of the ancient days, old lore, legends, objects. Yet somehow, that will have a great influence on the situation that you will find yourself in. Usually, this does not represent goodness reaching out from the past, but rather something else. 
I see. I see. <gasps> I see only a shimmer, but something that is stirred into motion from the ancient. Something is stirred into motion from the ancient past by the events around us today. We will all have to see what this means. Mysterious. Thinking if we do that research. Yeah. <laughs> Jack. You get this one. Uh, what appears to be a half orc with a gnome on its back. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a gnome, it's a very ugly individual. The oh. teamster. You say the or the ogre. Creepy. I think they're both kind of ugly. <coughs> oh, uh, and incidentally the um if you care about the alignments of these, which don't particularly signify anything about your characters, because they're about either your character, or the situation you're in, or a bunch of other things. Uh, the survivor is, is neutral good constitution, the tangled briar is lawful evil constitution. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, like a little symbol. The teamster is true neutral constitution. Mm-hmm. The tangled briar. Your family in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> she looks much more... Um, <laughs> much happier with this one. She says, yes. This I expected. This I see much more clearly. The teamster represents an external force that drives the subject of the reading, that keeps it going no matter what. Someone that, someone or something that extorts you to continue on, even past the point of strength that you had to give. I can see her, even here now behind you presence of one who came before one who has driven you and inspired you in the past Elika is here even now the saint's presence is with you strongly more strongly than ever the fire that she has warned you is catching is here seek your guidance out in these times and I think she may aid you to see the fates that you make <laughs> Garen. Uh, as soon as she hands you yours and starts talking without even looking at it, <laughs> as if she already knows exactly what it is. Like, before you flip it over, she knows what the card is. She says, ah, of course. The brass dwarf, she says. <laughs> it is a picture of a fire dwarf just kind of chilling in this giant blazing inferno. It's a bit on the nose, don't you think? The lawful neutral card of Constitution. <laughs> Jesus, the brass dwarf. The Azir sits in a pit of flame, completely invulnerable to the danger he finds himself in. Yeah. <laughs> Although others may fall, he will always remain hale and strong. The city is burning with disease. Yet Saranai's hands upon you because your faith is pure. She guides you and protects you from this as long as you walk into the light. You will be safe from the sickness that touches on the city. You will stand tall and protected. But I wonder if this is as good a fate as it appears. Is it harder to fall yourself or to watch invulnerable but helpless as your friends and allies fall around you? Nice. Yep. You are immune to disease. That does not help the city, I don't believe. Inflora. 
And Flora, as she hands you your card, there is almost this distant rumble, just slightly in the air, and you can hear the faintest whisper. Everyone hears this. It is not something that is in the room with you. It is a whisper from the past. Something calling out to you with two very memorable words. Hello, Poppet. Your card is the sickness. Oh. The, sickness. the true neutral card of constitution, I believe. Uh, no, sorry, the neutral evil card of constitution. Okay. I'm sorry, she got the, the um, true neutral. It pictures a, a horrible, haggard woman uh, dying of illness. And then if you stare deeply at the card, there's a bunch of other fascinating art things in there as well. Um, she says, this card usually represents plague, pestilence, famine, disease, that sort of disaster. That much is obvious. It can also be corruption of the soul. I do not think this card speaks of you, Flora. I think it speaks of the presence of your enemy. Not just the disease that you will do everything you can to fight in the city, but personified. The man who stole away your family for so many years. The scars of it have healed, but you have not forgotten them, have you? Even now he is still with you, but I see him taking a direct hand in this. Your enemy is here, Gadron Lab. Uh, that, incidentally, is his card as well. Oh! <laughs> Which you get from what Zalara is telling you. Uh, and... Physical or mental corruption. Yeah, that seems appropriate. Corruption, a corrupt soul. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's um, pretty much him. Just, mm-hmm. It is interesting that you would draw these cards at this time. I would like to read, take a hero reading for all of you, and see what the future has to say to each one of you. Pass so away to Adam. Adam, you are my designated shuffle monkey. Oh, okay. okay. Superior at it, why? You want it properly shuffled? Mad shuffle battles. Yep. Okay. All the cards, including the ones that are yep. sitting next to you. Trust me, they're So, yes, then she takes these cards back from you, shuffles them in, and begins to do a herald reading for each of you one by one. She says, What you will see here, I do not know what the cards will reveal until I see them. But they will speak to your past, your present circumstances, and the future. You remember what occurred, what I told you before you went to the fishery. I spoke of riots and mobs, of danger, of politics and shifting currents in the city. Today, I think, I will speak only of death, but I hope that it will aid you in some way. Alright, and who wants the first Harrow reading of Doom? Well, we, could start, we could start with urine. Yeah. Or go around on the horseshoe shape yeah. like we just did. Yeah, so, because yeah. so, then it's Flora last, which is dramatic because she's got more, more yeah. Harrow reading powers. <laughs> Both so, in terms of being a harrow reader, being the one that's aligned as yeah. Lara, and being the one that has all the harrow reading based powers. Yeah, and start from the skeptic and then go 
people to the believer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sort of slightly a believer. Yeah, I mean, I, wouldn't suggest, I, I, I wouldn't don't know what Lucy's opinion is, having seen the last one and how it went out. I mean, she was right, but she was right in a way that was vague. Yeah. yeah. Lucy's still sceptical. Yeah, it's just in, it's Lucy's just in that telling Thomas. It's just in that small handful of moments, that whisper <clears throat> of seconds, where you actually spent your hero points and got your dexterity rerolls and things that you felt like she might be right. But that's you know, eighteen yeah. seconds out of several months yeah. of time. And it could have been a fluke. Yeah, yeah. coincidence. Yeah, I mean the process is the process is very much like. Um, like like writing a horoscope. If you're sufficiently vague, yeah. then it's true, no matter what you say. Yeah. So the suit of this is const- the suit of this adventure is constitution, obviously, uh, and um, thus the more constitution cards you get in your field, the better. Uh, and the best thing to do is get your own one that you've yes. just taken, which one assumes everybody wrote down or something. Yep. 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 Well, seriously, go awesome players. <laughs> There's a pencil and a pen and an eraser over here to write down. She'll probably have an artist one. Anyway, you may want to wait until after your harrow reads at this point. Let us see. Let us see what the cards show you of what is past. There we are. So, it is then. I have read up on this to practice it slightly better. It's then looking for true matches. So where this aligns to lawful neutral correctly or whatever. Then opposite matches, then partial, and then whatever the hell the GM thinks is appropriate. Mm -hmm. So there we have nothing, nothing, and nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the... good matches. Yep. No opposite matches either. So then you have the parcel, which is either the publican or the brass dwarf. <laughs> this card speaks to me. The publican. It is a symbol of fellowship and camaraderie, a refuge for those who need it. I see this in the year that has passed. You have helped someone more than you know. Somebody who needed a friend or perhaps more the camaraderie you have offered has changed them for the better I do not know if it will aid them in the immediate present but I believe it will aid them in days to come the power of Sabrina (laughs) I've been Sabrina but it could be Eliosa actually let us see if your present you're going to get lots of power points yeah. All right. So that is nothing, nothing, and nothing. That's it again. Mm. Uh, the card is seeing is matches. It's tailored neutral, I yeah. believe. <coughs> by my read. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, no, I, I was. I was wrong. So no true matches, no opposite matches, uh, and. Only two and two partials. 
I'm partial. I think the Teamster's the only one that's partial. Is this not chaotic neutral? Uh, but chaotic neutral's here. Yep. Yep. But it's sitting in neutral evil, so it's got an axis in common with it. Okay. Neutral, so neutral. She says, "Yeah, this one speaks to me. The courtesan. It is a card of political intrigue. The mask is the social niceties that are supposed to be followed." Yet, as you can see, there is something hidden behind them. There is intrigue around this, around the present of what will occur. Even in the midst of chaos and illness, there are those who will seek to turn it to their advantage. And perhaps those who are advantaged by its mere presence. A plague, and a plague of politics, all in one. The forge. The demon's Latin, and the idiot. <laughs> that one's like partially lined. Yep. And so is that. So is the demon's Latin. So demon's Latin. Yes, it is. Uh, the forge will be yours when we get there. <laughs> that would be cool. Oh my gosh, this is going to be all the dwarf thing cards. <laughs> well, no, you got the crow. The crow's last time. Yeah. Here. Her hand snaps to the idiot. This is a card of foolishness and greed. It sits in the evil alignment as it should. It represents foolishness naivety driven by greed <coughs> this speaks to me of your alchemy mm. people will seek you in days to come desperate people seeking any cure you will have the chance to bilk them to let your greed drive you to great profit and if you do not then I see that another will they must be stopped. That is all I see of your future, Lucy. Thank you. Uh, so, sorry, we should add up your constitution cards oh, there. Yeah. You have one, two constitution cards. The Teamster and the Brass Dwarf. So, combined with having chosen a card, which is the one you got given at the start, uh, you gain... Three fake points. Nice. One for choosing the card, one for each constitution card you're reading. I don't need a giant shuffle in That was mostly just because the constitution cards were um, all sticking out the first time. Silver Rose, whose past touches the future. Are you ready to see what the cards have in store for you? Right on. <coughs> Let us see your past. <laughs> <laughs> That's a flat opposite match. 
Yeah. yeah. The demon's Latin. Completely Got better at reading these, but still actually fighting a little bit. Demon's Lantern. This is a card of traps, sleight of hand, sleight of mind, but here it sits misaligned in the lawful good position where it should be of pure chaos and evil. I see here what is past and why what is past will change fate of the city to come. Misaligned, the demon's lantern is an opportunity, or a guide arriving at a perfect moment to show you the way. You have faced a trial where you have stood on a line between following the lantern further into darkness, or walking directly away from it, your footsteps illumined by another. I see a young man, his features are Shawante. It is Nakota. He has been your guide at that moment. That pivotal step. The difference between the light and the darkness. You choose your own path now. But he was there to guide you for the first step of it. Whether he knows it or not. That will change what comes in the day. And what, what will happen in the days to come. Nice. nice. Oh. Yay. Oh God. Oh God. Yep. You get all the interesting cards. Dance. But not all the con cards. No, not yeah. yet. Oh, jeez. Christmas <coughs> Day is a little bit of a party, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the part of all the dance in the theatre, that, yeah, oh, that is quite the oh, party. Oh, that's Miss Alon, oh, partially opposites. Mm. Okay, so it's going to be the theatre. Well, oh, the this is a great thing that we do here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a party in the present. Carnival, dance, and theatre. Yep, so the theatre is the partial match, which is the best. He's always going super competitive. That's an evil theatre. Yeah. This is the card of the theatre. There's a card of prophecy. The puppets act out a scene. Is the will to act at theirs, or the puppeteers, or do they simply proceed according to the script? Mm. You have spent your life jerking on others' strings. Whether you know it or not, even now I still see strings upon you, guiding your present. Some foul from foul hands, some from fair. It is the nature of us all to be driven by others and those around us. Prophecy. Prophecy is important. Events are shifting around you, all around you. I see nothing further. Let us look to your future. The fiend. fiend, the liar. It's totally opposite as well. Ah, oh, no cards. Oh. That one's totally opposite though. <laughs> the fiend. Is it? Yeah. Yes, okay. That one there. The fiend. Just 
It's a, it's a proper yep. opposite one. Lawful evil on the chaotic good axis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two <coughs> properly misaligned ones. There. Gods guide us. I see the future you will walk through. The fiend you see on the card is a devil following innocence. It represents the deaths of a great many. A calamity that will wipe out endless life. But here it sits misaligned. Salvation from the same calamity. You will carry with you, Silver, more than you think. I see, I see. People will die in Corvosa. It is inevitable. But if their hope dies, then many more of them will die. I see you on a stage. I see a performance that will lighten hearts, raise hope, and in the end, save lives. We need a hero. <laughs> that is all the cards reveal to me. No constitution cards. <laughs> no constitution cards. But he has a good grease. You gain one yeah. hero point. Her- uh, fake point, rather. Feed Zalara. Feed Zalara. Feed Zalara. Feed Zalara. Who else would like it? I get one chance to re-roll my constitution. Now Jack. Jack. Let us see what the cards show of you. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh wow, it's back again. Oh, what's my back again, too? Beating. <coughs> oh. Here. The locksmith. That's actually helpful rather than annoying, so by all means. Continue. Yeah, sorry. No, I tell you not to be sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally my past card. Yeah. Oh. 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 See the locksmith here. In the past that has been. The locksmith, in its true match, presents the subject with the keys they need to unlock their destiny. You were given a task to give you access to your destiny. But you did not see the importance of it. And so you let it pass with a simple effort. Yet the opportunity has not yet passed you entirely. <coughs> All the players are still within the city for now. The information still waits to be unlocked. <laughs> Yikes! Oh man! You're on the clock! Let us see what is in the present. Mm. <laughs> helpful. And none of them are aligned. No. Next one's the Queen Mother or... Um, They're all lawful cards. Or the marriage. Well, no, it has been a lawful influence on her. Yeah, that's that's what Jack's about. She's about the law. Garen <laughs> uh, yeah, totally believes that. Yeah. <laughs> She's changed her ways totally. Yes. There. The Queen Mother. It is the card of knowledge personified. She knows all, but she does not reveal 
her secrets lightly or easily. Although at least she's fond of the powerless and the underclass. I see you will have a great need for information in days to come. Yes, I see it. This plague will not fade on its own. It must be cured. Or it will die as all fires do when all the matter that fuels it is consumed. Knowledge of a cure must be sought. But I fear it will not easily give up its secrets. Let us see your future. Oh yeah, the tyrant. I don't think I've seen these cards before. I've seen the mute hag, but like, I haven't seen Avalanche and Tyrant before. Uh, really? Tyrant's <coughs> reversed. Yeah, yeah, that one's the polar opposite. So the Tyrant's. Uh, it's not polar. Uh, it's chaotic evil. Tyrant's chaotic evil. Oh, yeah. And it's in the good slot. Oh, right. So no. it's a, it's no, a no, partial. No, it's a lawful. It's that corner there. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry, you've got Ooh, sweet. <laughs> I've been waiting for the Tyrant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Tyrant. No. It's a good tyrant, though. The tyrant is a ruler. But they are a ruler who is a blight on all those they rule. The dragon is a figure of power, a monarch, an employer of a great many, the head of a powerful household. Whoever the person is, the tyrant says that they will do great harm those who uh, hold sway over and this touches on your future Jack the tyrant is here already but the tyrant will be moving the ruler whose blight you fear is still in your future but they will come as inevitable as the tides what does it say about our adventure that I can think of like three or four people that fit that description? That says the GM is doing it right. <laughs> yeah. And alas, my dear, you have no constitution cards. Just like last time. But you still get one? Yep. Just like last time. Uh, my second spread with no cards. Well, you've still got four more to go. <laughs> yeah, next time it may just be like five of them. Mm-hmm. Technically speaking, nine's the best you can get. Mm-hmm. But that would... Zolara would see something in that face. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. means something. This means we should have given up on your shuffling instead of letting me do it. Because I'm pretty bad at shuffling. Did you shuffle them? Did you? No, I'm just saying if we get nine constitution <coughs> cards, that will be the lesson. Can totally. you even get nine constitution cards in there? Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's every suit has one card for every alignment. Now what would be really impressive so is if they all came up true. There are exactly <laughs> nine cards. Like, what are you doing? Garen, let us see what the cards tell us of your past. Interesting. Evil sky. The 
big sky, you see here a slave with its chain struck free. Momentous and powerful change, but this card is misaligned. It sits in lawful evil. So. I see here in your, I see here in your past. Cast off shackles, been replaced with worse ones. Some of those you have endeavoured to aid have chosen a path based on your actions. But it is not a path I think that will be to your liking. The echoes of your past will catch up with you in strange, unexpected ways. Let us see your present. Heroes. Yeah, that was previous. Tyrant again. And... Ooh. Oh, both in the partial alignment. Uh, I believe the crows is the opposite, because neutral is opposed by neutral. Oh, yeah, that one is... So it is the neut- both, it's the neutral evil card. They're both, the they're both dead opposites, though. And oh. that one's... Isn't that... Yeah, that one there is yeah, also dead opposite yeah, as well. Yeah, that's, that's neutral good in neutral evil. Yeah. So they're not dead opposite. Uh, oh, they are dead opposite? Yeah, neutral is opposite yeah, uh, to neutral. Ah, uh, right, yeah. yeah. So you got a neutral good one. And, and the true neutral opposite. card cannot be um, cannot cannot be in an opposite. Yeah. Mm. So we've got the crows or the wanderer. Yeah. Here, in the present that will come, people like you who can resist the plague that spreads will be valuable. The wanderer is a card... That, appre- that appreciates things which may be seen as insignificant by others. Your gift is perhaps a small thing, except in such circumstances. Because how often does <laughs> fucking immunity to disease come up? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Yet here, the wanderer is misaligned. It signifies a loss of values, the inability to see what is truly valuable here. This does not speak to your present, but those who will be around you, observe you. They will not see what you have as a gift. They will see it as something that can be obtained, or look past its true value. And I see many more in this situation. Healers, those who would help the sick. Perspective will be lost. It will be seen as tools to be used instead of people to be praised. Moved and placed in situations, demands upon them are impossible. I hope those who do not see their value will not bring them to ruin. Let us see your future. The snake bite, the mountain. Oh, you got a shield. It is in the right place. Yes, and, yep. it's, and it's true alignment. The mountain man. <coughs> neutral. Oh, he looks sweet. sort of like a dwarf too. It's a giant. That's a giant dwarf. <laughs> there, the mountain man sits in true match. This card represents a power outside of your control. And I see this is the future that you will face. But no weapon, forged of steel or conjured of sorcery, 
or slay the foe that you have to face. The skills you need are beyond you. A strong arm will be needed. But the foe you face is a force you cannot reckon with, that you cannot slay or convince or reason with. You face death itself. Ooh, dumb, dumb, dumb. And that is a spread of two for Adam. Thank you for noting that. So if there were two on there, he then gets another one for three. Well, there there, there, was, one, one, there right. was one on there, yeah. so it's two in total. Yeah, because you always get one for choosing. Yeah. Just as well, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you got just one this time and last time as well, didn't you? One point I got yeah, this yeah, time. So yeah, I got, and you started... I got three points last time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Because I got two, two cards, which ah, yes. But you can always spend your har- your um, harrow cards to uh, get, fake get fake points. points. Yes. Mm. <coughs> and Flora. Flora. I see interesting days before you, but let us look first to your past. What is it? The avalanche. The hidden truth. Uh, one car, car, card right off uh, the bat. Partial, partial. Yeah. Made friends with the space in the last day. Mm. He's currently teaching at my academy. <laughs> That's fun. That's control. Yeah. She reaches for the desert. The desert. It is an environment so bleak that none can survive it without aid. I see you in an old forgotten warehouse, surrounded by other children, starving, waiting out the days, until release catches up with you. You know where it will end deep inside you, but you hope there will be another way. Alone, you could not escape escape Gedron's lamb, Gedron Lamb's clutches. Alone, he would have outsurvived you. And then, his future shifts and changes. But you were not alone, for as you went to the aid of another, Jack came to your aid too. I see the past that was not. You never went to my shop, never met me, never escaped, and all ends in the hole, and I see the past that is, where you face lamb. Yay. Let us see your present. The lost, the rabbit prince, and the winged serpent. Yeah, it's partially aligned. Yeah, the other two Here, the Rabbit Prince. There's a card we have seen before, the vagaries of hand-to-hand combat, capricious battle personified. You have worked hard to make yourself strong, 
You gird yourself in steel, carry a strong blade, and more than capable of defending yourself hand to hand. You are a long way from the little Parisian girl lost in the alleyways. And yet, with the rabbit prince in your present, in, the, in your present, we cannot see whether your strength will be enough, whether the capriciousness of battle will fail you. For even the strong and the mighty can fall to a slip, a thrust in the wrong place, a disease that weakens the arm. Fills the lungs, slows you, a thrust, and you may fall. <laughs> Let us see your future. Oh, the empty throne, but it's Chandra's card. Empty throne, the bear, and the waxworks. Oh, you perfect. get two. Straight to the waxworks. Yeah, that one's perfect. Yeah, that's perfectly aligned. Mm-hmm. I thought one of us was going to get wax I thought you were going to get waxworks, actually. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> but the survivor's a good fit. Yeah, yeah. survivor is a much more positive one, <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah. She flips good. over the top two without even looking at them, and her hand snaps to the bottom one. The wax works. There. This is in its true match. The chaotic evil is that the waxworks are a place of helplessness, entropy. The flesh is frozen. A card of torture, imprisonment, paralysis. I see the sick. Thousands of them. They should be helped, but the waxworks will not allow it. It is not a place where aid occurs. True aid is needed. Champion of those who cannot help themselves. In your future, you will inevitably enter the place the waxworks represents. And within, you will find horror. (laughs) That is all I see of the cards. And she falls back slightly wooden. Okay, so that's two... Plus one, it's plus three. Oh, so three. Oh, there are two choose. cards of constitution yeah. in there. Yep. Plus one for choosing. Yep. Plus uh, how many? Yeah. Does she get more ports, points or more hero cards? Uh, plus one for having the hero feet. Plus two for having the believer in the cards. True. <laughs> so that's six. Uh, five. Uh, six. Three, four, five, six. Yes. Yep. Wow. Holy damn, girl! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need it though, because this particular, this particular. She's taken all the feats and traits that give yeah. you more faith. Yeah. yeah. You need to spend more of them. This level. <laughs> Hopefully, it will come up more. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the thing is that it just never came up with decks. So I didn't do anything yeah. dexy, so. Yeah. All right. Well, you're definitely uh, doing something. Uh, last call for yeah. chocolate biscuits. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I think I timed it well okay. with the last one because I had the card right up to the bio adventure and then I spent it. These are amazingly good. Um, yeah, I meant to spend mine, but it was one of those things of when do I spend it? Because mm. if I spend it and it doesn't, it's not as like I have to spend it when it's going to be the most helpful for, to get the best benefit. Always the gamble. Yes, it is. So. Fate points in seven days to the grave. Yay. Just like last time, you spend them, you lose them, they last for this adventure from start to finish. 
Uh, you may use them to re-roll any constitution-based check. The overwhelming majority of those will be fortitude saves, oddly enough. Yeah. Yeah. But there could be other odd ones. Yeah. Uh, the like con- con- concentration. concentration is the only skill that's yeah. linked to constitution. And theoretically you might make con checks to see like how long you can hold your breath, rah, 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 things yeah. of that nature. I expect it's mostly going to be fort saves. Uh, secondly, yeah. fast hit point recovery. Yes. Spend a hammer point and you declare that you have totes rested for the night. Uh, you Sweet. That's why I'm regain, why you regain that quarter of your hit points that you usually gain and heal a point of ability damage. Uh, you can do this once. You can do this once per encounter. Uh, you can. Oh, the other one you have is you can spend it to gain damage reduction three <laughs> for the duration of an encounter. Wow, that's amazing. I may actually spend some of my the challenges um, of seven yeah. days to the grave will require you to be tough. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So one, if you spend your harrow cards to turn them into um, fate points. points um, how many fate points do you get? Just one. One. Yeah. So one one. Yeah. Generally speaking, a hero card is better than a fate point, except in the specific circumstances. Yeah. You know, if you really need to go ten foot faster, yeah. there's really no substitute for that. Yeah, and the re- resting power is pretty. Yeah, like, there's no point, for example, spending one to get a constitution reroll well, and just spend one anyway. Yeah, it tends yeah. to be the other uses that you yeah, can't yeah. duplicate with the cards. Alright. And so that is that. And Zalara, that is what the cards have to show me. This plague here, the games and politics that we played around it, the cure that must be found. I see Gadrin Lamb's fingerprints all over this. I do not think it is a natural thing. No wonder the spirits of the restless dead in the city have cried out to me. They do not wish to be joined by so many of their descendants. This is all I can offer you. I am not here in the flesh. The blood veil cannot threaten me where I am. But I can wish you luck. May all gods go with you. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you for everything. Uh, I hope this is the last time I will see you, but I do not think so. I still see the tyrant. <laughs> it twice. She shimmers and disappears. Yeah, I've got to go back and listen to my first dexterity. <laughs> okay. If anyone else wants anything to say to her, she's not um, disappearing any, for any purpose or hurry. No, I think that that's cool. Okay, and you are in Flora's house. Yes. Over to players. Um. Or you can hand it back to the GM if there's nothing particular you want to do. Um, we need to find a cure. Apparently, there's one available, and it's something to do with Gadron Lamb. And Gadron Lamb is a disease golem, or at least he was at one point a disease golem. He was never a disease golem. He had a disease golem of himself made to cure his diseases. What I'm trying to say is that somebody created that disease golem. Rolf Rolf. Lamb. So there's a potential that Rolf made this this disease that we're fighting at the moment. Or Gadron did. Or some of Gadron's new friends that he was going that the disease golem thing was going on about. Or it's to do with the god that Rolf was following because he was following a disease god. Yeah. The the pallid princess lady. Yeah. She's nasty. Fire is catching. 
Or Lady Orcrest. Yeah. yeah. No one else does that. It's... Yeah, but, I mean, I think what the, from what Zolara says, it sounds like this Gadron, this is played Gadron's behind it somehow. But that doesn't mean we can just walk out and find what's what's going on with him. We're going to have to look around and see what we can find out on the streets. I mean, if we, we, it's not like we haven't been looking for him. I guess we just have to look harder. Can we look at the evidence we already have on him? What do we have? We have not much. We have a lot of stuff on Rolf, and we've also got some of the stuff that we've picked up along the way that he's left behind. Yep. You've got Rolf's um, journal spellbook thing. Some of yeah, I've, I've got it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it mentioned that anything about... It spoke yeah. very vaguely about Gadrin's future plans. Yeah. Uh, if you flick it to me, I can give you the um, highlights. Maybe that lady that he mentioned. Well, is she real? I assume she's real. Yeah. It's it's kind of terrifying that you actually have to ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the fact uh, that he thinks that Mordell still loves him, it's like, um, never in the first place. So, so yeah, Rolf was building, Rolf, Rolf was building disease golems to mm-hmm. cure Gadrin and a couple of other people's diseases. Mm-hmm. Um, he was building, um, let us call them love golems. <laughs> out of people, various people's body parts to try and build true ones for everyone in Corvosa because he wow. was as nutty as a fucking fruitcake. Um, no, I'm sorry. This is this is not the one I'm looking for. Oh, okay. You're looking you for the diary. Right? Is there another page? Uh, this. Uh, There's another lot of writing at the back there. Yeah, there is another one right at the back. Here we have Rolf Slam's spellbook. Yep, that's the one because that's the synopsis of what's oh, in right, it instead yep. of just the entries. Um, so he refers to making the diseased golems with his father's touch and father's princess's blessing. Um, which you've surmised is the Pallid Princess Ogathoa, goddess yep. of disease. Um, uh, uh, the simulacrums and the future flesh golem creations occupy the notes with little attention or detail given to Gadrin's other plans. Uh, he talks about um, Father Has Schemes, which tells you that, that fucking nothing. Um, that father has a backer that he doesn't like, um, and that's the goal taken care of, and he has a mercenary named Anderson working for him. Yeah. Which, which is the scythe check. Yeah, which tells you sweet FA, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have Ugathor. Um Before um, Z- uh, Zalara disappears, could, could I ask... Is any of these is, does this play is this play to do with Ugathor? I have seen what I have seen. I can so tell you, you no more. So you can't sense Ugathor as part of, of the the flow of this. I did not see those cards appear in the readings. Okay. Like it's very possible that she'd give you different information if different cards had come up, yeah, but that's yeah. that's literally how it works. Yeah. If you hadn't flipped the tyrant you wouldn't get that piece of abstract information about the tyrant. Mm-hmm. What else? 
we want to do some research on Ugathar? Well, I don't think that's the right route we should be going down. What what did we find in his room beside the diary? We found some potions, didn't we? Spellbook. We found some potions which cure water at wounds. We gave them out to a drone. Yeah, yeah. But uh, there was another potion there, wasn't there? Or am I misremembering? So I don't know what you're talking about. There might have been, but I, I'm not sure what the significance is. Could you tell me what you're thinking of? Uh, I'm think sure there was a potion of uh, water breathing. Uh, he has water breathing in his spell book, okay. marked for father. Yeah, that's a bit... Along with flame arrows. Yeah, flame arrows, understandable, but why the water breathing? You're saying there could be something underwater? Why? Perhaps in, in the, the ocean or the sewers? Most likely, be explain why the uh, why the guard wouldn't be able to find them. Yeah, the sewers are not technically water, but the spell would work just as well. <laughs> yeah. Horrible, horrible foulness. Doesn't sound like a bright place to go when there's a plague sweeping the city. Yeah, yeah I mean that's that's. Vaguely useful in some contexts, but not really enough to go on. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Check all the ocean and all the sewers? Yeah, it's, it's a clever thought, but... We don't have enough information at the moment. No, I don't think we can just go straight to trying to track Gantron down. Uh, you're welcome to flip it back to the GM for the GM yep. thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, <coughs> I think no one really has yeah. any idea yeah. what Perhaps you should... Perhaps, Jack, you should seek Elika's wisdom on this matter. You can do that. Look, um, I have the... Yeah, that makes sense. The thing is, um, I was going to read... That thing that Zalara said, I was going to read up on... Um, I tried to get into the library to read up on some Velika, but the mean old librarian said, Ed, you know, that I would look like the sort of urchin who stole books, which was a bit rude. Uh, possibly slightly accurate, but a bit rude. Anyway, I wouldn't steal books. That's the borrow them. Particularly not books about Alex. Borrowing books from from a library. I know it's it's literally not how the library works at all. You can't take books out. <laughs> Anyways, the thing is, um, Ben Carlos said, you know, he could get me. He had better library access, and he could get me in. I told Silver about it because I know Silver wanted to go and look up other stuff. Oh. But the thing is, um. He wanted me to find out more about some stuff I've been looking into, which was about the jewel where he lost his hand. I asked him some stuff about it, and he said he'd give me the information if I could find out more about Chrysidia, what she thought happened, what her perspective on it was. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I asked her and stuff, and she said she didn't want to talk about it. That's fair. I even bought muffins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. He wanted me to use some kind of clever plan because that's how he wants to see how people do things and that kind of stuff. But I don't know how to find out that kind of stuff. That isn't the kind of stuff I find out. If only he had asked me, you know, which plazas in the city have really shiny-looking valuables, I'd know just where to start. And Vincarlo incidentally hasn't poked that since. Yeah. He's basically just, just given it to you. you. You've seen him several yeah. dozen times over the last year. Yeah. But he hasn't asked, and unless you've led into the conversation, at which point he's more or less just giving you, you know, vague nods and yeah. I think I would have told him I've tried that, but I'll 
have yeah. to think about what else to try. Yeah. Ask. Well, uh, so it's just, hmm, there are many routes to victory, kind of thing. Well, maybe you're going at it at the wrong angle. Maybe you should ask Growl, get some information out of him. We just helped his nephew. I mean, niece. Yeah. I suppose, but I don't see how that get, helps get the information out of Cressidia. Because you may get something out of Growl that yeah. can help with Cressidia. Growl is there too. I suppose. The other thing we could do is, you know, old Ben Carlo, I don't know what he's, what he's up to with this, but if we told him, you know, that it might, we really might need the information. But it seems like kind of the bo- it seems like kind of the boring way to do things. But it, yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah, it's too boring of an option. But, but if the city is in peril and stuff, possibly yeah. we don't have any proof of that. Yeah. Oh. Oh God! The GM passing notes. We're all doomed. That was more what I was aiming at. Ah, okay. But I, I sense that was intuitive only to me. Yeah, you know, I had absolutely no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, I'm not endeavouring to obscure it from you. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, on the other hand, maybe... I still want to try and find that stuff out, but maybe that's not the point right now. Um, <clears throat> I think... I think this whole thing... I think Helicopter was trying to warn me this was coming. I don't think... I think maybe I need to go find some stuff out the old-fashioned way. Um, I want to go down to the Temple of the Many. Um, you guys can maybe come with me if you want. Sure. Right. Yeah. Sounds good. You head for the Pantheon of the Many. Um... And when you arrive there, um, you will find that there are several people around. Um, well, several people. <coughs> there are several dozen people around, more than you might expect on this like random weekday afternoon. Um, and there is a very tired. There is a very tired-looking cleric of. Um, uh, let's let us say Aristotle organization out the front. No, because Abadar has his own temple. Okay. Um, who is telling people, if you wish to pray, you may enter. If you wish healing, you must seek it out elsewhere. Oh. But people are being allowed, and it's just literally a queue to get in. Yeah. Um, and when you head in, it is the pantheon of the many. It is broken into a great many alcoves with all the, the lesser deities of Corvosa. Um, there are in fact statues of Saint Elica in here. There are also some in the Church of Phrasma itself. Sweet. Um, but that that giant cathedral of Phrasma is used for a wide variety of things, including religious services. But Phrasma is also represented here, and she's specifically represented here in the form of Saint Elica. Not that Elica is Phrasma, but she's yeah. literally a saint of Phrasma. So. Sweet. Hey, um, if you guys. You know, if you want to pray or whatever, that's fine or else you can just wait here for me and I'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> yep, I, I totally see the scene here where you all split up. Jack goes off to the statue of St. Elica, you know, kneels down in front of it and begins mumbling. Garin goes over to the, the you know, stained glass window of Saranai with the light reflecting through it. You go over to... 
Where the dirt has been scattered (laughs) around for the road of Desna. Silver, you go over to the the sort of garden pantheon, the little rose uh, planters in there and that sort of thing. And you go to the gift shop. And Lucy, where do you go? (laughs) The other one just breaks up and goes like they know where they're going. Fuck this, I'm going for a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm the reverse of that when other people go for a drink. So I I did want to keep going in character. Yes, yes, I yes. was intending to. Yeah, I just wanted to. Um, yeah, yeah, push it, push it. Everyone's best religious people at the table. Go and pray first, and then I'd go out and and heal people if they wanted healing. So let's oh, do Jack first, because this is actually this is actually not going to take bugger all time. So Lucy, you're sort of look you're sort of looking at your watch, going, "They should skim off for a drink." She did only say a couple of minutes. I mean, maybe I'll wait a couple of minutes, but. Mm. Jack. Okay, so um, Jack will go into the little alcove where the statue of St. Alec yep, yep, and Rose and, um, and will get out her three little amulets yep. that she has re-bought for herself yep. and um, lay them out in front of her. Lady Desna, I'm lost. Show me the road. Lady Phrasma, this isn't... I don't think this is the right time for all these people to be in danger. It sounded like it sounded like from what she said that this was going to be really bad. And then we'll look up at the big the big statue of Elica and touch reach out and touch its foot. Elica, this is what you were afraid of, right? This is the fire, and it's catching. We don't know what to do. You knew what to do. You went out into the city and you walked into the fire to save all those people. I don't know if I could be that brave, but I don't want to see. I don't want to see everyone die. I don't want to see the city burn. Tell me what to do. And you put a hand on the statue. And this is Elika in her... Um, Ven Carlo has that weird statue of her with a rapier out, dancing yeah. and fencing, which is not her traditional representation at all. Yeah. This is the much more classic one. She's smiling. She's caught in sort of a vague Varesian dancing pose. It, it's the way she's depicted, and particularly in buildings that have been set up by the Chalish, is they don't dispute that she's Varesian, but they downplay it where they can. So she's, she's in she's Varesian in clothes. She's in really respectable, she's quiet... She's in very respectable, quiet Varesian clothes. She has this movement that might, that might suggest the dance, but might also just suggest looking to the heavens for guidance. Yeah, she really is literally whiteboard. <laughs> and when you touch it, something rather dramatic happens. Uh, a moment later, Jack, from the reactions you see around you, it is clear this is happening solely in your head. Nobody else blinks at this. You put your foot on the statue. Put and hand on the statue. Sorry, yes, you put your hand yeah. on the statue's foot, sorry. And there is an explosion of light, which goes boom out shatters the stone walls of the the Pantheon of the Many behind you, blows them out all over the street, throwing them through buildings and across roads and all this kind of thing. And behind it, you can see the entirety of Corvosa is literally on fire. It is modern-day Corvosa. There is this enormous inferno blazing over it. The buildings are not burning, though. They are on fire. The people are on fire. Um... The people are just sort of walking around and that sort of thing, unreactive to this. But everything in the city is burning. Spiritually speaking, of course. And 
the statue moves and it is no longer the chalish whitewashed elica looking respectfully to the heavens awaiting guidance what steps down towards you is a woman dressed in classic Varesian sort of dancing clothes but unlike the usual depictions she has a rapier out in her hand the blade is nothing but blazing sunlight however like a rapier like, like a lightsaber rather and on her other arm there is a large shield which is preposterously designed in the shape of a butterfly it, it doesn't seem like it would be all that great as an actual shield but as a metaphor it's, it's yeah. fascinating uh and what she steps, she steps out of her statue and steps down towards you, taking several dozen steps to cross a distance of a couple of centimeters. And what she steps down is this glowing celestial spiraling river, which is one of Phorasma's great signs. And she steps down towards you, and the person next to you just sort of like, oh, sit down, show me a sign, <laughs> ignores this entirely. And she steps down until she is standing dead level not head to head with you because she's a human mm. but only looking down at you from head height and she ceases blazing quite so much and dims back to merely being quite illuminated <coughs> the fire has caught wow so wow <laughs> I did the exact same thing the first time What can you tell me? That people will die. That the fire was catching across the city before you even began. That it is now caught. This plague is no natural thing. It is spread deliberately, purposefully. It's... And she stops. But there are still rules that must be followed cannot answer all the questions you have even half of them fate will guide your footsteps as best it can but I cannot take your will away in this what I can do for you is one thing I will tell you that this plague will not be fought by some miracle cure alone that lives ripple from the changes you make when I went out to fight, to fight the great fire, I knew I would save lives, but I knew I would die. So young. She stares off, lost in her own memories for a moment, and then shakes it. No, it's not what I am here for. <coughs> there are still rules. If you choose this, Jack, and it will always be your choice, but there is fate but it is fate that we make for ourselves. You will see that the city will be saved not by one action, but by many small ones. The lives you save will ripple out. It may seem hopeless, it may seem like you are doing nothing, but I can offer you this much of a gift. As you change fate, you and all your friends, you will understand what you have done. And she places a hand on your forehead and itches that river in, the swirling symbol of Phrasma. And the second she does so, you are flashed away from here entirely, um, and you are back in Trail's End, the little Varesian-esque settlement up just outside of the Corvosan walls. Um, 
and you see Brianna Soldado playing happily in the garden, but she must be ten now versus she was, I think, about six or eight or so. Um, it's definitely a couple of years have passed. You see a man going past with a baker's cart, wave, wave and smile at her, and throws a bread roll over the fence that she catches, smiles, and starts numbing on. And you know him as well. He's one of the two random people that would, had also come down with this blood veil. And then you see the third guy as well is across the road patching a roof, who sort of just looks vaguely down towards you in the camera and sort of vaguely raises a hand. And then you are back in the Pantheon of the Many. The statue is doing nothing. The walls are exactly where they were. And you know that the actions you have taken have saved three lives thus far. Oh, oh no, we're keeping a tally. We're going to get a scoreboard. <laughs> this is your high score so far. Three. Three out of three. You told so us far. like two weeks ago that, that he was keeping score of how many yeah. people we saved. Yeah, but I thought it was more like in a vague sort of way. Yeah, but it's, uh, I think nope. <laughs> With the power of Alka's prophecy, you get to explicitly get a tally of the lives you have saved during the course of this adventure and why you've saved them. In this case, it's very obvious. You've literally cured their disease, which prevented them from dying. And now I think we come to the GM talking meta. Yep, please talk meta. (laughs) Okay, because what you will have in the course of this adventure is basically the city is obviously... um, in trouble Um, you're quite right that you don't have anything much you can immediately turn around and go and do to to stop it Um, but there are several lesser actions that you can take none of which you presently know about the um, the overarching plot of this adventure is basically a bunch of things that you can potentially do can potentially save lives Elika provides the mechanism wherein you literally as you complete that part of the adventure see what fates you've changed, how, and get a tally of this has saved X lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the end, there is a... the the Obviously, the higher the number, the better, but it, it does actually mean something. Yeah. But I won't go deeply into that. Uh, so what you can do in the short term is immediately nothing. What you can do is follow plot hooks as they come up. <laughs> yeah. Then that's kind of what I thought is um, we don't have what we may, we may we can sort of work out what we're doing in the meantime but yeah. we do actually need to wait for plot hooks to come yeah. up yeah we're at the beginning of a quest line yeah <laughs> and so uh, here I turn over to talk to the players yeah. otherwise um, basically what there are is there's a large number of, of quest hooks in here most of it's transparently obvious when people want you to go and do things yeah yeah um, it is totally up to you um, at what sort of pace in that you want to proceed the adventure at. Uh, this is not going to be one where we have lengthy weeks of downtime between stuff happening. Yeah. Um, there will be some downtime, but not as much as the first one. Um, or rather, it will be more condensed. Yeah. Like, it will pass in a couple of days go past in which nothing happens, and then blah. Yeah. And you can have some downtime stuff in that couple of days. Does that make sense to everyone? Yeah. 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 Um, so what I have are a bunch of plot books that will come at you from different angles and different percentages and things um, and depending on how you want to do this as p- choose purely as players as opposed to as characters 
I can literally give you a big stack of them all vaguely at the same time, and you can go tackle them however you please, or I can hit you with them more or less one at a time. Are they uh, like dependent on each other? Like those? No, it's it's very much. Um, it's going to be the kind of thing of Z comes to you, Lucy, and says, "I've seen a problem in that this thing is happening. Perhaps you know you should go oh, and do something yeah. about that." Okay. And you know, Growl comes to you and says, "I find it deeply suspicious that someone is stealing all these plague victims' bodies. Perhaps somebody should look into that." Etc. 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 Damn it! I thought we'd kill Growl. <laughs> Yeah, those are examples of things that won't actually happen. <laughs> but but you'll you'll be getting quest hooks that make sense from NPCs as they come up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's nice having an opportunity to choose which thing we want to go after. However, it's possibly a little weird if we get eight in a pile. Yeah. Um, what yeah. I what I wonder Maybe about groups of three. Yeah. What I wonder about is groups of three or four is sort of the natural yeah, small the natu- groups as the GM feels appropriate. Yeah. 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 Some of these are um are time time set up anyway. The first yeah. one is going to be the first one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So that's all good. Sounds yep. good. So that's that's pretty much the meta layout of the plot. Um, I have just. Uh, and <clears throat> that was the other one I wanted to talk about was diseases and how diseases work and that sort of thing. Uh, Do you want me to rub this out? If you desire, I don't desperately need the. I don't think I'll desperately need the map tonight. Uh, where did that disease sheet go? I gave it back to you, so it should be over there somewhere. Is it this? Possibly it's in here. Yeah, here we are. Disease importance because the other one, the other three pages of this are my super secret adventure notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, under I, any circumstances. I, I had a feeling it was being used as a bookmark, and so I couldn't. I, you've you've got what Blood Veil does to you already. It does you charisma and con damage until you get better or you die, basically. Yeah. Um, the other one is that there is a second set of alternate rules that Pathfinder put out for how diseases work. Which is basically, um, you go through a string of steps, you're weakened, then impaired, then disabled, and each of which does you, progressively you can do less and less things as you go. Um, It's a completely alternate system to using diseases, which we can use or we can stick with the stat drain one. Uh, The advantages and disadvantages as I see them is the stat drain one we've used before, so most people know what it does. the disadvantage to it is that you have to track what your stat changes are doing to you. Um, that, you know, when your con goes down, you lose hit points and fort saves and blah, blah, blah. Whereas this weakened impaired thing more gives you right... At the first stage, you're generically sickened. You get a penalty on this sort of stuff, as opposed to specifically you need to alter your hit points and alter your fort save and that sort of thing. Um... The other one being, because it's a charisma-draining disease, you have two charisma-based spellcasters, <laughs> uh, who, once your charisma drops below a certain point, you literally can't cast your spells anymore. Yeah. Like, you're at second-level spells, which means you need 12 charisma, and if you have yeah. less than that, you can't cast your seconds. If you have less than 10, you stop casting altogether, at which point you're now playing Lucy, Mighty Dagger Murderer. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually really good at 
Sil- Silver's less of a problem for that because in the um, complete absence of a spell casting, there's stuff. I need you to can... sing. Yeah. yeah, but there's more. There's stuff you can still do. Yeah, I suppose I could still fire. Whereas Lucy, um, without sorcerer spells, is down to well, yeah. down to her, yeah. the awesome sorcerer fighting. I mean, your, your, your primary weapon is your totem spear, whereas mm. Lucy's primary weapon is her spells. Yeah, yeah but other, other people get affected as well um, by charisma drain, um, but. It's, it's Lucy in particular I'm thinking of here. Because yeah. the other side of the thing is that uh, having been sickened a few times, a minus two to everything is actually pretty vicious. Yeah. And I, I would rather have a few less hit points and a few less charisma than a minus two to everything. It, 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 it's a it's a pretty they're both pretty vicious but it is a nasty the other flip between them is yep. the stat drain method might kill you slower or it might kill you faster depending yeah. on literally what I roll of damage dice yeah this is much more for better or worse consistent down the middle you yeah. just yeah. drop you know, inconsistent stages it. yeah and um, the other thing is I can cast lesser restoration so I can Lesser restoration has an impact on that yeah, one so as well. So, remove disease, which you can't cast in this stage, removes the disease yeah. in yeah. both settings. Uh, in the uh, in the um, original one with the stat drain, it restores a d4 of ability damage. Um, in the other one, it gives you a 50% chance of moving back up the track one step. So it could take you from impaired to disabled, or whatever the hell it goes. Um, but be, it's it's to reflect that D4, which could be useful, but if you roll a 1, it's mm. kind of suck. So what it gives you here is a flat 50% chance of you, you get better or you don't. I mean, you can keep blasting people endlessly with lesser restorations as long as you've got them. But. Um, and then the other question is, um, you recover a point of ability drain naturally over time. Yeah, one, how, one a day. How does that apply in regards to this? Uh, it, it does not. I would need to um, think of a methodology for that, which would probably be um, that you have a slim chance of moving a, a smaller percentage chance of going up a step. Yeah. Maybe a bonus to the roll or something. Well, a chance of moving up, but a low percentage chance, because most of the time you won't, your condition won't improve. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer the ability drain. I'm much more comfortable with that. I'm familiar with it, but I can see it's pretty savage for Lucy, so I'm interested in what other people yeah, uh, yeah. it's 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 savage for everyone because it drains your cough yeah. yeah. which is functioning as intended yeah. it's mostly in Lucy's case because the character becomes less fun to play as yeah. opposed to working through your injuries it becomes what I've got is this here crossbow wonk 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 yeah um, on the other hand I do have 17 points of charisma yeah that is quite a lot yeah. huh? quite a lot yeah, I'm, I'm entirely happy so, to hand this to the players. It makes no difference story-wise either way. Yeah. So, I don't actually mind either way, but part of what might have to, like, if I do get disabled severely that way, then I can't contribute much to the yeah. fight, so it's decremental to the party I, as well. I yeah. will be there casting lesser restoration yeah. if get it. Because the other side is, you know, there's a bedridden condition on there. Anybody who's badly wounded on that one is going to be completely useless. Yes, although I point out that's the equivalent of a character who's walking around two charisma and two constitution. Yeah. At which point your hit points are in single digits. Yeah. And I, as the GM, will just flat tell you, no, you literally don't possess enough will to take that sort of action. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... You know, at two charisma, you have the charisma of, you know, 
I don't think it's a plant, which is actually dash, but it's, you know, oozes and that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's actually less than fungus. Yeah. yeah, so the thing is that, um, either way, anybody, if the disease gets really far gone at anyone, they're not going to be contributing very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In a hybrid system. Yeah, I don't yeah. think, it, I don't think it, ch- it changes how we are as characters, um, playing our characters, it's more... The, the feel and with that method it's more consistent with yeah. everybody it's the mechanics that you prefer to yeah. interact yeah. with mostly yeah, yeah. I mean, Do t- we wanna... it's, not, it's not going to affect uh, it's not going to affect Garen directly mm-hmm. but as a player I think the conditions one sounds more interesting really? yeah Garen you can of course enjoy your paladin third level <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That will be the single say. most valuable thing you get all campaign is immunity to disease. Yeah. Yep. As they say in Dark Souls, praise the sun! You get it as a monk as well, but not till 6th level, so you <laughs> suffer through this adventure. So that's, um, I'm not very keen, Garen's interested. What, I'm, I'm with you, I think the ability game. Uh, yep. Well, you're the neutral, aren't you? Yeah. 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 I'm also neutral because, like, my my kind of my charisma are actually pretty decent. So, for me, I'm neutral. I have no stunning attachment to these unchained disease rules, so I'm not going to argue deeply for them. Oh, they're unchained. Yes. So, uh, if I if I did care dramatically, I'd um, I'd argue deeply for them, but they're merely a way that's slightly less mechanically intensive of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. There is some interesting stuff in the unchained book. Okay. So that's all good then. So we're doing ability drain. Yep. We're doing the, the yep. normal disease rush. So we all, we all know how that works, but we'll get. Uh, what I think is interesting is because we've been getting diseases and then just recovering in downtime, whereas we're actually going to have yeah, to deal with it. Yeah. There was something else I wanted to ask about the meter as well. Yep. Um, obviously, we're contributing to the city by um, doing side quests and investigating things. Yep. Um, people are going to be on their own time when they're not questing, doing various volunteer efforts, like Flora clearly is going to be running around endeavouring to heal people to the best of her ability and that kind of thing. Um, Is there any kind of setup for declaring what we're doing in our downtime and formalising that somewhat, or is that just largely off-screen? I have have a system in mind for that as well. Oh, brilliant. Excellent. Okay, we can cross that bridge when we come to it then. That was the, um, that was what I was trying to inquire. Yeah, you can contribute in, in what will mostly be off-screen ways, but will actually involve some roles and will end up with numbers at the end of it. Sweet. Cool. Okay. Alright. So, we return from MetaDump to Jack, you see the fate of the three people you have already saved, and know that at the end of this, three people will be alive because of what you and your friends did. Yay. Wow. Okay. And you presumably come back. It's it's, it's literally been uh, 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 two minutes, maybe. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, Jack will say... Jack will say, thank you. Did you make it to the top? No. <laughs> and um, we'll come out to find people, and we'll wait. Come out and find Lucy, and then yeah. wait for everybody else to finish their prayers. Sweet. Before yeah. talking to people. In fact, Lucy, as mm-hmm. you were just noodling around, uh, can you make me a luck check? Oh, Ooh. I give them a luck check. Ah, a, a flat. A flat. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> being rewarded for being a heathen. <laughs> you see the atheist. Well, you can't be an atheist in the D and D universe. Sure, you but can. But you don't have to be religious. You just don't, you're not interested in the gods. Okay. Sure, you can be an atheist. You just need to be a Kyber. <laughs> so. I don't believe in ancient pharaohs. I've never played cards with one. You're you're sort of hanging around for a minute, um, you know, yeah. thinking, ah, uh, you know, I should wait because she said she's only give me a couple of minutes, but yeah. but I don't really want to wait. But doom, you doom has come to Corvosa. Death walks our streets, and you see this crazy, frothing old man coming with a long, scraggly beard and his white hair Is flowing it the same guy? Yes, it's the same oh, crazy oh, prophet oh, that grabbed you the last time. Is it Blackjack in disguise? Oh, he I don't care. he comes so into the pantheon <laughs> shouting, The gates are open! Grotus stares upon our world! Rovagag is unleashed! Doom has come to Corvosa! Doom! And can you give me a... Uh, if you want to just bolt, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> as in, get away from him before yeah, he inadvertently staggers up to you and breathes on Yeah, because I've seen Monty Thomas before. Yeah. And it's close. <laughs> can you give me a dexterity check with your general speed-based... Do your ankles give out? Um, 9 plus 14. Um, 23. 23. Okay. So you go, okay, you know, I, I don't want to know about this. You, you go, you know, to slip around him. Yeah. Grabs you by the scruff oh, your dress, oh, pulls you in. Can't you see it? <sighs> Death is coming! And I will just check off your first fortitude save. <laughs> <laughs> you remember rolling me 20 fortitude, 10 fortitude saves last night? <laughs> I don't remember what I rolled. No, that's sort of the point. <laughs> no! I feel sick. <laughs> Yeah, it's not necessarily going to be the sickness oh. that we're avoiding. It's, Get down with be, the sickness. It could be a different kind of different, sickness. Different, different plague. <laughs> Getting down with a different <laughs> sickness. And he grabs you and sort of shakes you and rants at you about how the end of the world is coming in a way that it must be said doesn't seem to reflect on anything whatsoever yeah. that, um, that Solara was saying. And it's probably around this point that people finish up a couple of minutes prayer and start walking back when they see this mad old guy shaking Lucy and going, The gate is open! Asmodeus no longer holds the key! Do I get to chop in the groin? Yeah, if you just said to die. <laughs> You've already touched him enough, your mouth's like, yeah, nice. yeah. You could just try and break the grapple. <laughs> you, you can give me your unarmed melee attack using your strength <laughs> plus your base attack what? bonus. Okay. That's gonna be funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, my string twelve minus oh, one plus two. Oh, oh eleven. 11. <laughs> he dodges. <laughs> yep, he he does in fact dodge. As you try and kick him in the groin, you hit him very lightly in the outer of his thigh, and he moves away. You need to believe, fools. Repent is, of your is, evil. Kyra still... puts his head on the guy's shoulder and says, "Ah, Maddie." I'm interested to hear what you say. Come with me. Let, let's hear what you have to say. The gates are open, brother. Oh. You, you lead him outside yep. the pantheon where he, he rants at you for about 20 minutes about how basically Cerebrae <laughs> has let the world down and Asmodeus has let the world down by returning the key to Rovagag's prison. Rovagag himself now walks through the streets of Corvosa. It's only a matter of time before the city is utterly destroyed in 
what sounds like Godzilla meets a black hole. Scary. And he breathes on you and dribbles on you. Yep, and he grabs I've you. seen that movie. He breathes on you, a I'm couple of lights say. jump off his beard and I'm thinking about watching Godzilla meets a black hole. Hey, I've we seen that movie. We all want to see that movie. It's been made. It has? Yes. Can you give me a rock charisma check? Can you calm him down? They tried to kill Godzilla with a black hole and made Mothra instead. <laughs> Oh, oh. Uh, that's a 21. Okay, so he is going to hold on to you and ramble at you for some time. Your, your willing right. ears do not dissuade him quickly. Um, I'm going to use prestidigitation to make things smell a little bit better for Lucy. <laughs> <Yeah>. as, <laughs> as to the rest of you, like, Flora, you, you literally haven't been out to heal anyone yet because it's been like two minutes. You've gone to pray quietly to there's no well, you're here. When you come back, this has happened. <laughs> okay, and the, the other four of you are meeting in the, in, are just standing in the foyer of the pantheon and anyone guard leads this guy outside frothing and raving and flicking beard lice <laughs> oh onto God. you. Silver's going to come for Lucy. <laughs> and I will tell you guys and I'll tell Garen later on his return. I, I think I found out some stuff but I think what we have to do next is the best we can for for each other and the people we the people we care about and just the people of the city in general. We have to just do all we can to help. We'll find what other ways maybe to do a bit more in time. But it's not going to... This isn't something we can just wait, get out there and solve, like, the missing corpse problem. We're just going to have to wait for stuff to come up that will give us some leads. In the meantime, we just have to watch out for everyone as best we can. So St. Alica doesn't know exactly what's going on? Well, I think she knows, but she's not kind of supposed to just tell me. Oh, that's a bit. Rough. That's not. That's not really how <laughs> gods work, is it? They don't just go. Or, or saints neither. They don't just tell you all the stuff that you want to know just just for the asking. Yeah, well, remember that the knowledge she has is literally as a seer of Phrasma. Yeah, what she knows is what Phrasma tells her. Yeah, and she said you not once but twice. But there are still rules. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's a reason you can't ask the gods all this stuff. Uh, up and just get them to tell you, you know, who the bad guy is and who's behind the evil plot and stuff like that. I mean, you you might as well also ask, why doesn't Saren Ray as a deity of healing just get rid of the plague? Yeah. Problem solved. Presumably, yeah. she's not allowed to. In the I same mean, way I... that presumably Urgothoa can't just go, ha ha, everyone in the city has plague. I mean, I don't know. Even the paladin. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I'm just waiting for you to be finished so I can continue talking. <laughs> uh, I don't know that much stuff about religion, really, but uh, it seems like the gods, uh, you know, they help us with things, but they don't just fix all our problems. Anyway, just, she says she couldn't yeah. tell me, so that's that's fair enough. They're just like people. Uh, anyone who actually has knowledge of religion is welcome to make a check. Do I actually have knowledge of religion? Oh my god, yes, I, yes, I do. Know. I have a rank. <laughs> You're a plan with one rank. So I just have crappy skill points. We really do, Ted. Okay, so. You were both asleep that day in class. Flora, you are. Uh, there's obviously a lot of debate on the subject of it's it's a broad question like why do bad things happen to good people why don't the good gods fix everything the generally accepted consensus is that um is that the gods have their own agreements that they're only going to interfere with the mortal world through mortal agents because the alternative is basically chaos if Saren Ray is allowed to just bless the city and everyone is magically healed 
then Urgothor is allowed to magically curse the city and everyone is diseased. And, you know, Norgabor is allowed to send out gigantic shadow demons to murder everyone in their dreamless sleep, and etc., etc. The world just unravels like a ball of string ten seconds into the gods do as they please with no checks and balances. I mean, the gods literally have champions on Earth to fight their battles for them. You've got two of them right here. <laughs> Cleric of Desna and the Paladin of Sarenbrae. It's with my sixth <laughs> I'm not a cleric or a bell, I'm not really one weird and holy like that. <laughs> but you have fire resistance. I do have fire resistance. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It is. It hasn't come up a lot thus far, but the... Um, oh, yeah. it's a burning house. Yeah. yeah. Like there was right at the start. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's come up a couple of times. Um, so, yeah, that's um, Jack's take, is we should just go out and do what we can for people and then... See, see what happens from there. Hi, sounds good. And um, I will. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Alec gave me kind of a vision of. I'll know if we're if we're making a difference. You know, I'll tell you guys about that because I think it might be easy to to lose hope a bit. It, I think things are going to get bad. Uh, so yes, you can consider me to be telling you yep. the history of saves count. I saw Trini, uh, not Trini Sabor, um, Brianna Soldado, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, Jack doesn't say it in a particularly poetic way. Yep. That not being her style, but you get the information. Yay, information! Okay, and at this point, I think we. Go out and try and do, go out and try and look for clues. Yeah, go out and try and do what we can for people. Okay, I'm um, gonna make some potions and <laughs> some um, selfish potions or unselfish <laughs> Declare at this point whether we the next thing that happens is we get plot hooks or we just generically yeah. do stuff. Where did that um? Uh, so I have just taken some general notes on how diseases interact with skills and that sort of thing on here. Yep. Um, lesser restoration, cures ability damage, remove diseases, cures diseases. Uh, you can use heals, the heal skill to heal people, which basically gives you a saving throw that's your heal check instead of their fort save. But it's, it's easier to get a big heal check than it is to get a big fort save. Um, a healer can take care of up to six people at a time, but that's what you're doing for the day. Um, there is an item that is not listed in the player's handbook because it comes up incredibly rarely, known as anti-plague. Like antitoxin works against diseases, antitoxin works against poison, antiplague works against diseases. You drink it for an hour if you run into a disease, you get a plus five bonus to your fort saves. Which, if you do so, I've got all your fort saves there, so I'll literally just add five to it and go, yeah, you pass, no, you still fail. So that would probably be really useful if we're going down into sewers, or if we yeah. have to go, or handling corpses, or if we have to go somewhere super diseasy at this time. Um, with your constitution-based re-rolls to these things, uh, what I'm going to give you is when you wake up and you've contracted blood veil, you feel a bit sick, and you know you've just failed your fortitude save, which you can accept, and now you have blood veil, or you can then spend the hero points to you feel a bit sick but you can shake it off if you make your fort save now. Okay. Because I've taken all your fort saves down, but you don't yep. have to stick with them. They're merely your initial takes. Right. So you're not getting screwed out of that just because I've taken your numbers down. Yeah, I figured, figured that would be the case. Uh, and yes, so anti-plague is an alchemical item that can theoretically actually be made by alchemists and things. 
that's that's about she'll it. She'll be making some of that. But it's I'm, 50 GP, that's good money. Yeah, I'm throwing that one out there because it's a it's it's an item that people are not generally aware of. Yep, absolutely. Mm. Alright, so what other things can people be doing in the city besides um, besides just, heal? Well, he's just working it out. Oh, okay, you, you're pulling yeah, that stuff out now. Give me a minute. Yep. Yep. Um, cool. Okay, I have not got my calendar set up for this. I need to go and put one later. That's okay. Alright, so then we'll say... Let's make it... Let's make it the 15th of the next month, the 15th of Aristus, just after the founding festival of Corvo, so when you go out and see Brianna Soldado. Yeah. It's been about a week since then. Yeah. And you, you, it's now been confirmed the disease is across the city. Uh, you have gone and done this on, let's call that the 22nd. Harrow reading. If anyone has anything they desperately want to do in immediate downtime, you can, or there'll be a plot hook coming at you fairly rapidly. I'd say we just got the plot. I'd, I'd say, yeah. Um, Silver would like to take a, a, um, a look around the city and see what the general vibe is with how happy everyone is to whether or not there's something he can organise to lift the spirits. Well, the thing is, we're going to get opportunities to do that know, stuff as the campaign. I know, but I'm starting now. I'm okay. starting now. There's no point not starting now. If this is if it's if it's downtime till the next thing that we start. Well, on the point is, it's yeah. it's a little that, bit of downtime. That yeah. sounds non-specific as opposed to specific. So specific would be I want to go and talk to Tanith. Um, non-specific okay. is I'm doing stuff in the background, which I will come back to. Oh, okay. So time has passed. You have done stuff. Okay. I will come back to what it was you were doing. Okay. Because okay. that it, the difference essentially. Whether it's the kind of stuff that's going to be resolved by a lengthy conversation, or whether it's just you make a roll, we add some numbers up, we call it a day. Okay. All good. Yeah. Okay, so you go back again. Nobody's actually no, nobody other than you guys have actually said plague yet. Yeah. Because it, it, there hasn't been a big announcement on it, but it's definitely word on the street is there's this blood veil disease. It's bad news. It's spreading, etc., etc. Then on Wednesday, a bunch of letters turn up for you guys <laughs> at your respective houses. Um, everyone gets one from Queen Iliosa, oh. uh, which uh, nothing less than orders you by royal decree oh. <laughs> um, to meet the, to to meet at five pm this evening at Citadel Volshank. Um, and this appears to just be a generic form letter. You know, she's obviously sent out a lot of these. Um, and then accompanying each of them, you also have a personal note from the Queen, as opposed to what's clearly written in someone else's hand, um, telling you to meet at Citadel Volshing. Um, that, that says, I believe, that says, it looks like it's being dashed off pretty hastily. It says, I believe this is a plague, and I'm taking steps 
to do, and I'm taking steps to resolve it. Your advice and help is wanted. Please come. I'm reinitiating the Avengers Initiative. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, <laughs> and I think we all go. Oh yes. Uh, oh my god. Secondly, yep. each of you also has a note from Ishani Datri at the um, oh, the Avadarian cleric. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, the, the, the little the guy. Yeah. The roses too, and he loves the roses. It, <laughs> and it's a obviously a personal written one. You each get slightly different ones, but they all say more or less the same thing. Oh. Uh, I, I have been summoned to to attend Queen, Queen Iliosa at, at Citadel Walshink, but. Um, there is some trouble at the church, and I, I was wondering if I could trouble you for for an armed escort. If if so, you know, please meet me at, at sort of you know a vaguely appropriate time, probably a couple of hours beforehand, one one p.m. etc. etc. Yeah. Yeah. So we we can we can go there and then walk yeah. him to some of the Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want anything overly different from you than to come to the Church of Avadar. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. Uh, which, given its central location, is not actually all that far out of your way. Yes, sweet. So we meet at the Church of Avatar. Yep. Where it is apparent, now just a couple of days later, that something is happening here. People want healing. Um, so, towering over the surrounding buildings, the Grand Vault of Avatar offers a vision of divine luxuriance and a sea- amidst a sea of mortal troubles. Radiant, its grey-veined white marble reflects the midday sun. There's little question this place is the house of a god. I just find that so delightfully pretentious, I want to read it. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were describing Asmodeus' church or something, except with white. Uh, Avadar's building is literally embroiled with gold and all that sort of thing, because yeah, it's, so it's, it's the, the bank, among other yeah. things. And is probably the single most secure building in the entire city, because this is where most, a lot of the money oh, is. Yeah. Uh, at some point we're doing a heist <laughs> I'm not robbing the bank <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, you good. can do that yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're come, back, come back when you're a lot higher level yeah, yeah you're not getting any assistance from the party thief I can no, tell no, you it, Jack hasn't got to this one. There have, there have been hints stuff. there have been hints and foreshadowing as to where the heist will be yeah, <laughs> but there will be a heist one. yeah it's going to be the academy of course yeah. it's going to be the academy the breaching first of all when we're high enough level to you know, Yeah, when you have some compelling reason why you need to get into the academy. Yeah. Um, so, the Church of Abadar is usually meticulously well organised. There's always guards on the front. There's a nice line going in when it's busy. They're actually reasonably efficient. They do a lot of business. People go in and out. Today, not so much. You've got a couple of hundred people, maybe. Probably about 200 people. Mostly looking like they're working class milling around outside the building. There is a long line and then this mass crowd as well. And there are the goal there are um members of the Corvosan Guard who guard the bank among other things. Um standing out there letting talking to each person as they come up through the lines, letting one or two of them through and then stopping then stopping most of them. And One of them, several people in the crowd you will spot, seem to have violent red sores over them. Signs of the blood veil. Excellent. So, what do you want to do here? Get in the back of a very long line? Go actually try and solve your problem another way? 
Um, so the guards are the guards are talking to people and then letting them in or whatever, but that's at the front of the queue? Yeah, they're letting people in one by one rather than just letting people sort of wander in about their business, and they're turning several people away as well. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, can you give me a difficulty 10 spot check? No! Yep. Not at all! I rolled a I, zero. I get 20, so okay. I double it. <laughs> Anyone who hits that, and some people have, will see the similarity. All the people that are being turned away look like they've got blood veil. Yep. Right. Or, you know, they're with somebody who has blood veil or something in that neighbourhood. So they're turning them all away. They're quarantining the bank. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're being selfish. Not necessarily. No. And the crowd is, is by no stretch of the imagination rioting, but they are cat calling the guards and shouting at them, you know, let us in, let us in, can't leave us out here, etc., etc., etc. So, crowd outside the Bank of Abadar, guards up there. This is by no means, um, you know, the guards not beating them with clubs and turning them away or anything. They're politely but firmly turning people away. I could try and sneak. I could try and, and get past the crowd and sneak in and see if I can find some inner guards and tell them we, we've been asked to see Ashani. I could try and get you all in, but it'll be harder, and this looks like it's going to be pretty tricky anyway. I can distract the crowd. Well, I could just walk up to the guards and say, you know, we actually have business here. And Please help up. us! <coughs> Dying here. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to go heal. People with blood fail. Yep. Well, you guys go and get a shiny. Alright, so um, can we get up to the guards? It sounded like, I mean. Uh, so there's, a, there's an, an orderly line, and yeah. then kind of a mob of people milling around who, from the looks of things, aren't prepared to line up in the line, but also aren't remotely prepared to rush the guards or anything. They're just. Yeah. They look like they're waiting for the situation to change in some abstract fashion. Yeah. You could wait in the line. Um, you know, the line is orderly, but there's nothing stopping you just walking past it to the front. People will no doubt grumble and shake their fists at you. And the guards will almost certainly tell you to piss off and go to the back of the line if you don't have something useful to say, oh, then let me in. Yeah. But um, that, it's perfectly valid. All right, to move yeah. up All right let's, just move, let's just move up to the front of the line, yeah. except okay. possibly floor. So you, you move past the line and sort of gently, you know, make your way up and several people, hey, you know, what's the big idea? What do you think you're doing? You wave them off, move past them. Flora, you go over to a couple of people in the crowd. <laughs> yep. What are you doing? I'm, I'm getting my healing kit, healing kit out. And so, do you understand that when Jared says that the you can treat several people, he's talking about it takes a day. Yeah, yeah. You, there's, I don't know if there's anything you can do in a short time. Uh, she can assess people yeah. and work out what they might need in the short term. That, okay, that's sweet. all I'm trying to do. Yeah, there are, she she is not going to be able to Jesus style magically cure the mob. Yeah, but there are certainly several things she can do. Okay, yeah. so give them like if you you need these things to to help you better. Like yeah, and you're doing this while wearing a holy symbol of death, a symbol of death, not very openly. Everyone that isn't Flora can give me a list, can give me a perception check at a difficulty of ten again. Hey, hey yeah. she succeed. Oh, natural twenty. She's going to be mobbed. <laughs> <laughs> perception. Where's my perception? Um, so that's twenty-two. <laughs> so, a couple of people turn to you to sort of approach them. Do you need any help? Do you need help with something? Miss, you're a you're, you're a cleric. 
she's, she's a cleric of Desna. There's a cleric of Desna over here. And this one goes through the crowd and you hear people calling out from the crowd, there's a cleric over here healing people. There's a cleric of Desna healing people. And within about half a minute, Flora, there's a mob of people swarming you, yeah. each of them thrusting their hands in your face and saying, you know, please, I need to be cured. I have two children. If I don't get back to work, my boss will fire me. You know, please, my horses, my horses will die without me, etc., etc. <laughs> you are suddenly overwhelmed by this mob of people thrusting themselves at you, begging to be cured, and explaining why their case is more desperate than the guy behind them. Yeah. Um, can I do a, a fascinate? Uh, yes. To... Uh, did who who saw that she's getting mobbed? Yeah, because I, I saw. felt the perception check. Okay, I sweet. Did. Yeah. Heard rather than saw because you've yeah. moved away from her a bit. Yeah. But, and I assume that given that somebody of the four of you saw it, they're going to go, Jack, uh, hang on. Okay, so yeah, we've all seen this. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to find a spot where I'm not, not got, like, um, people around me and stuff, and I am going to, um, start up a song. Um, what's the general, is the general crowd Chalish, Varusian, Anux? Uh, stronger in Varesian because these are poorer people rather than richer people, but okay. very, very varied. Okay. You know, it's probably 70-30 pro Varesian. Okay, um, well, I'll start out singing in, in Varesian to see whether or not that attracts the most amount of people. Yep. Um, basically, I want to have the most approachable language yep. that, that everyone can relate to the most, and I'm going to sing a song, um, about hope. And is your intent here sort of to make yourself the centre of attention? So you draw the attention off her? Um, the, the, um, the intent is to calm people if I can. Yeah. You you are not going to be able to use magical fascination on them simply because it hits an incredibly small number of targets relative to the number of people that are here. Okay. So we we so just had this come up in the last King Mega yeah. session. It's one per three bard levels or something. One um, person... One person per three bar levels. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, you cannot I, I fascinate a crowd. But I'm totally is... happy for you to perform at a crowd to oh, get their okay, attention. Oh, okay, so let me do a performance then. You, you, can, perform you can do as you please, I'm just letting you know. Okay. <laughs> because basically the gist is, uh, unless they fail a stinking hard will save, the people you fascinate, or, or you attack them, the people you fascinate cannot do anything but pay attention to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's, distinction, it's, the distinction it's, is if you're fascinated, they literally stop holding floor and turn and go... The music and okay. sway rhythmically, as opposed to if you're merely jamming, they go, "Oh, there's a thing happening over here." Yeah, We're not compelled okay. to look at it, but it's so awesome we feel like we should. And certainly for the morale effect that you're going for, yeah. that's the one you want because yeah. the fascinated guys just wake up after you stop doing it and go, "What the heck was that?" <laughs> Whereas okay. if you perform a circle about hope and love, that's definitely the perform check yeah. to see if it um, comes. So, so it's going to be a, a, a song, a song about hope. And that there is a light at the end of this, and, and there Form is... Form an orderly line. <laughs> Form an orderly line. <laughs> okay. Give me a rock check. Yay. Cool um, silver. Yeah, that's pretty badass. So, yeah. that's a plus nine, so that's... 23. Um, but it's also a plus two, because I'm using 25. my... 25. Yep, 25. I'll be using my totem spear as well, because that gives me bonuses, because it looks okay. good. So... Flora, you are in... This happens, like, within a minute of you going off your service. You just overrun, like, oh, please, help us, help us, shake, 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 shake. Then the crowd 
the, the people immediately around you are not drawn off by this. The crowd around you starts to thin a bit as Silver draws a number, a large, moderate number of people off. Actually, a reasonably large number of people at that. Yeah. I imagine you start off with that palace strum, which just gets everyone's attention. As it's yeah. one of those things. These people have to know on some level that Flora isn't just going to cast mass remove disease and cure yeah. every person here. But they hope that she will. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly she has naturally can't. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone else want to contribute anything here? Uh, uh, I am stacking up your DCs, your, your your rolls on top of each other for a net effect here, basically. Okay, I'm just going to check. Fireball! <laughs> That's the solution. I'm trying to come up with what, uh, what a useful illusion would be. <laughs> fireball. The other, other fireball. Fireball. Do you have the retreat option? Um... I think yeah, your disease won't trouble you anymore. <laughs> I think um, I will um, actually lay a um, big. Uh, I will sneak off around a corner, sneak out of sight for a moment, lay a big burly guard guy over myself, and then come on back to um, stand by Flora and, and, and endeavor to make my voice a burly guard girl. Actually, because then I can do the voice a bit more easily. Yeah, and. Um, Come over, endeavour to inch in round floor or past the gap that um, provided by the people leaking off to listen to Silver. Because you know, lots of these people aren't necessarily sick; they're just worried about being sick. And I yep. figure Silver's l- lured off a lot of the yeah. worried about being sick crowd. Yep. Let the actual sick get in the floor. I crowned, uh, I slide in beside the guard, uh, beside the people, and um, you know, now, now, ladies and gents, form an orderly queue. You can't all be seen too instantly. It, a, a calm down. Alright, let's see how convincing this illusion is. Spellcraft, I think. Uh, you yeah. can add your gnomish, I believe it's um, plus, plus, two. Yeah, plus one, I believe, as your gnomish spellcraft, your gnomish save DC bonus on illusions. Okay, and that's. That is a um, 27. Oof, nice. Mm-hmm. I rolled well. Yeah. You're all better than me. <laughs> People seem convinced that, that you know the guards are now actually doing something that's helpful instead of merely obstructionist and don't move out of don't move away but start forming into another orderly line. It's also kind of there's this air of you know I'm being real real polite but I am big and burly and we'll probably and I'm Flora's bodyguard and we'll probably feel the need to beat people up if they keep jostling her. All right. Do. Any of the other three of you have anything which can include you? I will. Can actually help yourself here. Help myself. Um. Yeah. Yeah. At at this stage, you are not going to be able to heal anyone because you go to pull your herbs out of your pouch and people are shaking, pulling on both your arms like this. I I can't heal until you form a line. I can't. I can't help. So diplomacy or intimidate. Yeah, diplomacy or intimidate. Diplomacy. Flora is cute. Nope. Oh. That's a sex. Well, I'm going yeah. to You cannot actually her. make yourself heard here. You're trying to tell people to form a line, and as you do, somebody inadvertently clips you around the side of the head with their arm, and you sort of fall and off. Ah! I'm going to try to convince people to use diplomacy. Um, I'm just going to say, um, hey, look, look, guys, um, if you guys just all move her like that, you can't. Actually, nobody can get in. So she can't help you. If you are... Um, endeavouring to do this with diplomacy, you can. Yeah. Uh, intimidate would be the easier way to get a large crowd of people to do what you want. Yeah, you're most welcome to use diplomacy in ten, and it, instead, intimidate is the better skill to use here. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Continue with your life. I would use intimidation. Yeah, I think perform was a good choice yeah. as well. Yeah. Plus, you might be a little too intimidating. They all run away yeah, screaming. Yeah, I didn't do very well, though. <laughs> um, there was um, 11. Okay. The crowd pays you no attention. Yeah. You're pretty at least. I'm only a small one. I'll <laughs> You can come watch your performance. Uh, yeah, that's... Two diplomacy fails in a row, so I don't think I'm going to make it worse by you know doing another one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they didn't hear them. Yeah, it's not a, it's not making it worse. It's just failing yeah. to contribute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I will do the pet. I've only got uh, six diplomacy, so I don't really think. And you don't have any intimidate, I presume. No, I don't think. Yeah, paladins don't get intimidate. Uh, no, yeah. but you have. You, you can just make it as a raw, untrained check if you do Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really, I don't really have any skills, so (laughs) I think I'm just going to be. um, Well, a raw untrained intimidate trick would be more useful than nothing. Can you actually like use your strength to to hold some people back? Uh, yeah, you can actually haul in and start throwing the crowd around. Yeah. I mean, you presumably don't want to bludgeon them to death with no, your No, but with just your like person. they're actually pulling Flora and just okay. physically. What I'm going to do. And the Corvosan Guard yeah. is actually. What I'm going to do is I will use diplomacy. I will just um, go to the more panicked people. Yeah. And using my diplomacy and my aura of courage, <laughs> just try and calm them down a bit. Aura of courage. <laughs> okay. By all means, give me a diplomacy check. Okay, that's not too bad. That's uh, 18. Okay. At which point you hit the minimum DC you need to add that. Yay. I'm sorry, oh, I trust it was, it, was re- it was a reflex. It's just because he was in the middle of saying something, but of course you're the GM and you get to cut it and interrupt people with more information, so, so I'm sorry about that. That will bring you to a net of 60 plus, so for a... 16! Yeah. It's cumulative check. As a DC for five people to make? Yeah, I mean, you've you got a 27. You only need a difficulty 10 between each of you. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, you've got a 27. I mean, yeah, if we were to go for DC... Yeah, but if we were going for DC 10 or 20, you, you yeah. wouldn't have needed anyone but you. Thank goodness we didn't have to fall off other for builders to help us. So, for several people are grabbing at you. This is deeply unpleasant for a few moments. And then people start sort of regaining their calm a little. Some of them are being drawn off looking over this, this way at the bard that's now performing over in the opposite corner of the square. Yeah. Um, some people are being led around by this surprisingly buff, competent, <laughs> and incredibly <laughs> handsome-looking Kovosan guard. Uh-huh. Very attractive-looking Kovosan female guard, because I can't do, I can't make the illusion voice, right? Because it's a silent illusion, so it has to have Jack's voice only booming, pointing. Yeah, yeah. So you can't do do Captain Carrot. You have to do Edgar. Does she look very vaguely like she's been played by the same actress that's doing Sabrina or Iliosa, just with different makeup (laughs) and hair? Yeah, she. she, Oddly enough, she does have a Sabrina-esque kind of vibe. You know what? She looks. She looks. um, She looks. Looks like she's currently smiling, but she couldn't get really angry if people don't start listening to her. <laughs> Lucy is trying to calm people down, which is working, but in ones or twos rather yeah. than tens. Flora is just getting swamped, but eventually the mob sort of restores itself to water. The Corvosan guards start coming down the platform, but by the time they get there, this is under control again. 
people are still demanding everything of you for, but they're at least demanding in a um, orderly fashion. In an orderly fashion. <laughs> and you can start giving them w- what is basically, you know, good general advice on you. Yeah. You take some of these herbs if you can find them. They're relatively cheap and affordable. You know, bathe whenever you can, etc., etc. You know. Uh, you, you, sir, look like you need you know fairly immediate attention. Perhaps you could come and see me at yeah. my shop. Possibly. Well, depends whether you're willing to direct people to your shop or not. Yeah. People will probably be coming anyway. So you got to sign out the front. What says healer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, incidentally, as this is, um, <laughs> you sense this might be the mood of the city for a while. Have a have a have a hero card. <laughs> as the person who is very obviously a healer. <laughs> However, Garen, you actually start getting lightly mocked by this as well, oh. because you also openly wear holy symbols oh. that tell people that you are totally a cleric too, as far as they're concerned, because they're kind of desperate. Oh, you know, wow. you explain to people that you're not, but you do get people pushing themselves out and get you, please, look at my son, etc., etc. It's they, also uh, probably slightly less, diff- slightly more difficult to tip the big burly dwarf guy <laughs> off his feet than the, um, than the almond but still skinny is it, girl. Is it because of the fact that he's a platinum, or is it because he's wearing a holy symbol? It's because you're openly wearing a holy symbol. Oh, because it's on the as one as well. Yeah, but Garen's got, like, emblazoned on his shield and armour and stuff. He's got Yeah, I, I can tell the paladins and clerics to be very blatant about it yeah, in a way I that suppose. silver isn't necessarily. Yeah, silver okay. might wear a visible symbol of Shaolin around his neck, but you have to actually look closely at the amulet around his neck, whereas Garen's got your giant <laughs> shield there for him. I don't have a shield. A gi- giant, giant armor. <laughs> Lucy. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting sick. Boy, you know, it's kind of hot out here. here, and this is a big crowd, you're talking to people, and your voice is going a little hoarse. You're. You know, you. You're just not feeling so great. Like you failed the last fortitude save when you were exposed to disease. (laughs) So the question is, do you want to spend one of your newly acquired thingies to try and improve your stats? Or do you want me to roll my damage dice? Harold point. I've got three, so I might as well use one. Oh, wow, really? Roll in another fortitude save. Spend one roll of fortitude. Oh, please. Okay. Oh, it's 13. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Still don't feel so good. Uh, I think I should just keep up. You are starting, to, starting to feel exhausted beside yourself and slightly feverish. Can you lose three con and two charisma? Oh, <laughs> damn! That's a lot. Yep. This is a nasty disease. Yeah. In the temporary slot is a temporary. Oh yeah, you've got it. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yep. Yeah. You want to make good use of those temporary <laughs> slots instead of overriding an original con with two. <laughs> so this is not, of course, as a result of what you're being exposed to right now. This is as a result of at some point in the past you have been exposed to blood veil yeah. or failed your roll. <laughs> it might relate to the you know the crazy homeless guy that was breathing all over you. <laughs> Wow, but it acts fast, like, if he was yeah. breathing all over This is you. two days later. Yeah. I thought, oh, two days, oh yes, because the crazy homeless guy was in the church. Sorry, yeah. I'm just getting yeah. confused. Yes, yes, no, that makes total sense. Okay, that's alright, it doesn't act horribly fast, yeah. it's very yeah. I should have taken. Fast. I should have technically done it that, that morning when you got yeah, up yeah, and got yeah, there. No, 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 that's fine. Mm-hmm. No problem, not. So. It, it's, the, it's the sheer number of diseased people is bringing it out. Yeah. 
Okay, and with this, with this situation now under control, uh, Flora will probably spend, you know, 20 minutes or so. Well, it depends. If you guys want to proceed in without her, now the crowd seems to be under control, or wait until she's done. Well, I, as, as, my, as the burly illusionary bodyguard, um, actually, yeah. given I don't think that spell duration is super long, so the burly illusionary bodyguard will only be there for a while. Then I'll stay with her. The rest of you can go inside. Yeah. Then, the, then once the once the illusion's down and things seem to be calming down, the, the, the crowd does guard. the crowd does not mob, mob you again once they are restored to order and cooler heads prevail. They wait in a semi orderly fat line, asking, but. It's just a wave of people. An organised mob. Yep. So um, now that um, the mob besieging the guards has been greatly reduced by Flora's action, yes. we, the rest you, of us can just go straight up to, up to the, the front guards. doors of the guard vault. And guard, hold it, hold it up. Stop. Bank of Avadar is experiencing higher than usual customer volumes. Oh my god! This is literally what he says with a, with, a, with a very flat face of the sort of man who has to say this and has to repeat it 7,000 times a day. Like Your presence is important to us, but unless you have any pressing and immediate business inside the church, we'll need to ask you to return to the back of the line. Uh, we, um, we don't want to go in. We want someone to come out. We here to see Ashani. He asked for us to come and uh, come by. He's got to go up to sort of the Volshank and he didn't want to go alone because, you know, points at the mob. You should have asked for an escort from the guard and then the other guard sort of looks at him like we have enough people to go around. Fair point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, we can wait over there, but could you send someone into talent? Too? Yeah, he will ask you if you have any proof of that. You pull out a letter and, yep. a letter and hand it to him. He reads that nods, ducks inside, like literally just sort of sticks his head through the door, says to someone blah 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 uh, several minutes pass and then a couple of guards will come out and collect you to take you inside, Ashani does not come out yeah, yeah, that's yeah. our choice Kevin, you're probably getting an impression of why he wants that escort now. Yeah. So what I'll do is, before we go inside, I'll sidle slide, slide over to Flora and Gar and then whisper quietly in your ears to meet us around the other side of the temple when your people, you're done and you're shy of people, because we don't want to bring a whole mob of sick people to Ashani, given he's yeah. trying to avoid them. As you are heading for what is presumably an official function with the Queen... Ishani is toffed up in his beautiful um, Avadarian robes, white mm. with gold trim and all oh, this sort yeah, of thing. That would attract <laughs> like yeah, yeah, He's yeah. got a big sign on his head that says, I'm a cleric of Avadar, ask me about my healing rates. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. Well, we know he can cast lesser restoration. Yeah, that is pretty classy. Well, he's going to see the queen. Inside the bank, can the people that are inside give me a streetwise check? The general impression of what's going on here. Uh, isn't that equipped? Someone's done better than me. 11. 20. Oh, yeah, thank you, Silver. I got a 7. <laughs> yeah. Jack, a lot of people outside. Yeah, yeah, I'm still worried about Flora. Lucy, place seems quiet in here. Kind of unusually so. Obviously, they're only letting a few people in. Silver, man, it looks like there aren't all that many staff operating in here either. Ooh. Like, okay. you know... Like everyone's sick? Yeah, like everyone's sick. <laughs> I'll pass this on. Well, that's it, not worrying at all. It's like one of the biggest churches in the city. And you were if taken... this place looks like this, what's everywhere else looking You were like? taken through into a side meeting room where Ashani is there waiting for you, and he looks up. Oh, uh, 
Thank you, thank, thank you very much for coming. Uh, we're, we're fine now. Thank you. Go back on, onto your patrols. Guard salute him. Step mm. away. Just that. Thank you for coming. I, I presume you've pro- probably already worked out why I uh, did, did some assistance. Yeah, Flora's being mo- Flora was nearly mobbed on the city street uh, on the city sti- on the temple Flora? steps. Is she all right? Yeah, it's okay. We can't everybody down. Garen's out there with her now. It takes a lot of guys to mob Garen. They're going to meet us around the other side so that she doesn't bring the mob onto you. I, I have. I, I've read the, the note she, she sent out on the, on the Soldado case. Very, very helpful for, for an initial look. We, we'd all hoped it was isolated, but um, the, the problem may be bigger than we'd feared. There's the concern for the city. Of course I'm concerned for the city, but um, three of my brothers in the temple went as almost as I was reading the notes on the Soldado case. Uh, they, they came down with similar symptoms. Uh, we, we healed them, of course, as, as you would expect, but um, none of them none of them were dealing with an undue number of sick before before that. It, it, it's spreading through, through the bank in particular. Uh, several of our clerics are, are already ill. I've noticed that the foot traffic in here isn't quite what I'd expect. We've gone down to, to a minimum roster to, to expose as few people as we can. Obviously, by Abadar's tenant, we want to remain open and available for the good of the city. Anyone who ha- has the price and wants to be healed is, is free to come here, but we need to be organised and, and orderly. The sickness is spreading from the patients to the healers. Not, not so unusual, but if this is all across the city, it could be terrible. And it's a bit funny that your guys are catching it when they haven't done anything special to catch it. I... I presume they've been out and about in the streets exposed to people, but I, I have no explanation. Anyway, we can keep an eye on you as we go up to, to the wall shank. Thank you. I'm, I'm hoping that... But maybe, do you have any kind of like plain robes that you could put on over the top of that one? He looks kind of blankly at you. I suppose? Because you look kind of like a cleric of Rabadar. And maybe well, I am a cleric of Avatar. <laughs> yeah, it's an official church function. These are the required robes of Avatar. And, and you can wear them to sit little ball shank, but maybe if we we're escorting you through the streets where the, all the people are panicking and looking for clerics or anybody who even looks kind of like a cleric, it might be a good time to look a bit less like a cleric. Oh, I, I see. Yes, that's that's brilliant. Oh, I, I can see you've got a lot of knowledge about how the streets work. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I'm... Going, I, I mean, I still have to wear this underneath. I'm going as the official representative of, of the uh, Church of Abadar. Uh, Archbishop Tuttle has decided that uh, it would be, be, be better if I represented uh, the Church of Abadar outside of these walls. Uh-huh, like he wants to stay behind where it's safe and send his junior clerk out to go where all the mobs are? I'm, I'm sure he's only doing what's what's best for the church. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he has a yeah, list of uh, score as high as Garrett's. No, he's got faith. In his church oh. and his, you know, appointed superior. Yeah, they, wouldn't, oh. they wouldn't send yeah, me out into like the, the gunfire and, and, uh, line. And, and Jack says, "Yeah, I'm sure." <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get the robes out, I can. I can help you out making making you look as different. Oh, that, that, as that, you can, as that I, would, as that would can. be good. He will go off, get some like heavy, basically green traveler's robes, mm. heavy rain gear, that sort of thing. Yeah, come back with it. You know, he puts it on, Silver, you look at a cleric of Abadar with a sign that says, I'm a cleric of Abadar over him, with a raincoat over his head. <laughs> and go, yep, 
needs work. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you endeavour to fix him up. <laughs> you don't have to actually <laughs> make the check unless we get in trouble. Why don't you think that? I just think, oops. I'm, I'm not feeling so well. Come out outside. Oh no! <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be hooking. We'll, we'll be hooking back up with them as soon as yeah. we uh, yeah. make it back onto yeah. the streets. Yep. So you you head out. Uh, I'll use a little bit of prestidigitation to change the color yeah. of things. The shardy will literally say, we'll, "We'll we'll go out one of the, the side entrances here." Yep. Do we we sneak out a side entrance and hook up with Flora and Garen after they've managed to ditch their own garage? Yeah, yeah, it should be getting them right. Yeah. Well, I was just going to have a meta. Yeah. As a meta. I'll fly over. Oh, no. It's changed the species. He gets super, I get super. Oh, okay. oh. Your familiars can totally catch blood fail too. Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> yes. No, yes, I looked this up. It is not a human disease. Oh, magical and my protective colour. I, I contemplated getting you to roll a bunch of fortitude checks for them as well, but I figured they get sick when you get sick yeah. would be easier. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. guessing that's, that's tough. That's tough. As is as your familiar. He gets the psychological effects. <laughs> nice job. And the physiological effects. <laughs> the latter is more troubling. <laughs> okay, so yes, once we are yeah, out I'm on the street heading, heading for some level, <coughs> you can totally break A raven lands on your shoulder. Ah, enough of this shit. Ah, enough of this shit. <laughs> Unless they've got entrails, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> you just got told. <laughs> And you are led off around a couple of side streets. Uh, when you guys exit out the side of the Church of Abadar, mm. there are several people, not by no stretch of imagination, a mob out here. This is just people going about their business. Yeah. But they look over at you at Ashani, and can you now roll me a disguise check? <laughs> roll well. <laughs> oh, no. That was not rolling well. <laughs> Looking at a difficulty of 10 for this. Oh, you, you, you may actually pass that. You yeah. Which yeah. one's disguise? Well, you, you just yeah. make it. I just make it. It's like the lowest roll. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, he doesn't, you don't have to make him look not like Ashani. You just yeah. have to make him look not like The problem is, as Ashani goes out, he says, it's quite hard to see with this thing pulled down over my face <laughs> and pulls his hood back. <laughs> People sort of look down at him and... Uh, some weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's oh, got shiny. money they put in the bank, I guess. <laughs> uh, I like Ashani. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Despite Ashani's fears, you have no great difficulty escorting him over to Citadel Volshink, getting him across the city. Uh, Flora, you will find as long as you're not openly going around telling people I can heal you, people it's not like people stare avidly at the holy symbol everywhere you go. It's mostly where there's a big crowd of people. Yeah. So as we're trucking, Lucy... So maybe next time we see a mob of sick people, you can not rush over and say in a loud voice, "I am a healer." No, I, I think what she's doing is a good thing. We just need to make, get them into an orderly order first. I think unless all of us are with you, only treat the sick people when you've got a small group of sick people, because that big group of sick <laughs> people could have killed you. You've, you've just had a Harrow reading that talked about the people doing things that weren't in their own best interests and turning on the healers, and that's sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Just, I know, I know you're used to just charging in and healing everybody, but there's lots of sick people. You're going to have to pace yourself a little bit. Be careful, okay? A little hug. At, um, at that juncture, yeah. as I talk about lots of sick people losing yeah, cost. <laughs> I'm not feeling so well. <laughs> oh, 
Flora, can you give me a heal check for information at this point? We're actually helping you, you're just thinking about things. Twelve. Uh, yes, you still actually make that. Uh, you, you'd guess the most likely source of contamination is the ravingly mad lunatic who probably incubates every disease on the planet, yeah. shaking her back and forth. On the other hand, it, just in the course of your normal day, every single one of you have been walking around the city breathing the same air, brushing past people, talking to people, etc, etc, etc. Even if you don't do anything dangerous, the mere act of living in the city has a percentile chance of infecting with blood veil. Plus, now we're hanging out with Lucy, who has blood veil. <laughs> so, every time, we, every time we skip scenes, I am going to roll percentiles. Yeah, and when your percentiles get tagged, then I check your fort save or not. Well, um... I'm kind of amazed Flora didn't pick one up for um, um, encouraging people with blood veil to mob her. You, you can um, downgrade that by explicitly electing to isolate yourself when you're not out advent- doing adventure stuff. That's but, up to you. That's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but that won't help people. Mm. Yeah. It's the risk we take as heroes. Yep. Well, well plus, you plus, guys take. Yeah, well, <laughs> plus the thing is, you know, I mean, if we want to... We, we're going to be hanging around the party... It's like um, we don't even try to prevent mum from getting our colds because, you know, she looks yeah. after the kids, there, then she looks after the there kids, are hundred, then she hangs out with me, then she looks after the kids. There are a hundred ways that point. you interact with people every day, just on a normal level, that could involve transmitting blood veil between you. I mean, I think as non-adventurers who care mainly about ourselves, the wise solution would definitely be the Archbishop Tantal method is select a slave location, lay in a big style of food and don't go out for a while. Although, that will of course affect your income levels. Because if you stop working, you stop making money. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, Lucy, did you regain things? Oh yeah. Um. Was, oh, you can pick. Uh, oh, sure. I can pick which one I. Uh, I would recommend one. con. Yeah. yeah Charisma drain won't thinking. kill you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it'll make, you, make, you, but it'll make you less pretty, which in Silver's case is worse than death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's only slightly well, less pretty. So than I get me. one point. You get a D four. Oh, D four. Uh, oh, those no. florable. Oh, yeah. Either yeah. Three. Three. Oh, so that back up to four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you want to keep your con up because that's... So you, yeah. you still feel slightly woozy and outside of yourself, but but yeah. you're definitely coming back round. Yeah. It's nice and straightforward, but I think, you know, save, save as many of them as you can, <laughs> you know, because you've got to keep... There may be, we may be running into sick NPCs you desperately want to heal and you may have more than one party member and you may have to keep yourself alive <laughs> I think that was a great idea to use Lucy but it's going to be it's going to be tougher decision time when you arrive at Citadel Volshink boy is it obvious there is something happening here <laughs> um, this is the home of the Corvosan Guard we have been to see Crisidia Croft several times it's a little it's a fort basically um and there are a crapload of guards um, that look like they're just kind of in a holding pattern, waiting around outside the fort in the streets, loosely assembled in troops and formations. There are Hell Knights here, Grey Maidens in their new shiny armour, nice. um, the Corvosan Guard itself, Sable Company Marines, and Arco and Aramsman. 
Then everyone's well, teaming up. Yeah. This is this is obviously this is not the assembled forces of everyone's army in the city right here, but there are representatives from every one of them. Yeah. And you know, those of you who keep abreast of such things would be able to pick out several of the you know, higher up leaders and sergeants and that kind of thing. Uh, Verrick Van Kasseken you would actually see here in the Arcona Armsman. Um, you don't see Marcus Endrin or that sort of thing. They're presumably inside. And when you approach the guards, they immediately know who you are and wave you straight through. Is Rosalie out here? Uh, yes, yes she is. I will wave to her as we go fast. Um, um, I'll wave to Verrick. And uh, if he's still yep, as he, friends with me. He will He will flick you a vague, vague distracted salute. Um, and as well, just, <coughs> we, just before we actually head in, Jack will disappear for two minutes and reappear in her fancier courtier's outfit, which I have not worn to walk across the streets of the city, but given that we're going into the big fancy party. Oh, fair enough. We would have bought a change of clothing, wouldn't we? Would- you, you, yeah, you were summoned for an official royal. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Th- that's how. By, by the queen as the queen, as yeah. opposed to as Iliosa. With your disguise skills, you could likely be wearing an outfit which looked casual for the walk across the city, and then be- just you change some things and it becomes clear it's I actually do, a courtier's I outfit. A, I do have a proper outfit. Um, is that what I would have done? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it'd be all very nice clothes. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give everyone, I'll give everyone a prestidigitation so they're as sparkling and clean as they can be. Yep, yep. and we de and we de common citizen Ashani, and he goes back to the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. takes his red coat off. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. puts it on the, the hook. Anyway, yeah. and you head in, and basically standing. There's a podium set up in the courtyard here. The courtyard is woefully not big enough to hold the what at this point are thousands of guardsmen out there. Um, literally there's probably actually about a thousand guardsmen of all the factions combined out there um, in here you've got more of the inner core there is still uh, at least a hundred people in here um, Iliosa and Sabrina are up the front by the podium assembling things and getting ready and that sort of thing and you will see pretty much everyone of import you know in the city Gloria Arcona is here uh, there are four young women with him the uh, three young women, I think. The three Arcona cousins. Um, I think this is the first time they've actually been on screen. Yeah. yeah. But they're, you know, young, young, attractive woman. Um, there is a man that nobody recognises, dressed in nice clothes, standing openly by the front of the podium, clearly part of the show, the demonstration, rather than just a watcher. Uh, Croft is here. Vincarlo Orsini is here. Marcus Endron is here. Uh, all, all of the five major houses are here with representatives and that sort of thing. It's it's the who's who of Corvosa, essentially. Uh, and then Iliosa stands up before the crowd and the crowd hushes. She says, I have come here today to make official what I suspect many of you have feared. Corvosa is suffering under a plague. And at that point, she's probably got at least 10 to 15 minutes of info dump. You can have it now, or you can have it for the start of the next session. I think that seems like a good dramatic conclusion, and it is 10-10. 10, 10, 15 yeah. minutes worth of info dump is a lot of stuff. Yeah, I propose yep. we close it there. Because Corvosa is suffering under a plague. Sounds yeah. like doom, doom, doom.